Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned zero. I don't care. This is what I am. What I am. Understand? I don't give a damn. That my doja kosher game over, soldier, I'm coolin' Be on the sofa Niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor Don't mean it, it's soldier, but fuck the vultures, I Feel them to do it Of course, unless you're not listening live This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast It is Wednesday, November or, What? <laughs> it's Wednesday, April 11th Moment there uh, 2018. Uh, I'm your host, Travis Bryant, uh, and uh, with me, per usual, uh, back from a long weekend of WrestleMania shenanigans and New Orleans fun. I say that with not a speck of resentment or bitterness, not one speck. Let's bring on uh, our good pal, Cameron Hawkins. Uh, Cam, what's happening? What's going on, man? Not too much, man. How are things? Things are, are all right. Getting back to the proper pace and schedule. It feels good. Uh, but, yeah, things are all right. Now, we certainly have a lot to talk about this week. You've certainly got a lot to uh, to fill in, to fill me in, fill the audience in on your your WrestleMania experience. Um a lot of us did get to, to follow along on social media, and uh, it looked like a blast, but we'll get your first-hand report tonight. Uh, but before we jump into into that stuff, let's go ahead. Let me go ahead and give out the pertinent information. If you want to call in and talk to Cam and myself, you want to hear and talk to him about his WrestleMania weekend or, or mine, <laughs> you know, play in the cut. Uh, hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Uh, give us a call at 347-202-0103. Uh, once again, that's 347-202-0103. If you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag's always open and constantly being refreshed. We've got a decent amount of emails in today. Looks like they're mostly, I think we have one VIP question so far. But, uh, yeah, get your emails in. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Twitter is another option. You can find the show uh, at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. And you can find... My personal Twitter, at Travlord. You can find Cam's, at Seahawk. And, uh, yeah, and also, as we talked about before, you can follow the brand now on Instagram, at Torch East Coast Cast. And you can follow Cam and myself at those up at the same, the uh, Travlord and Seahawk. And just to inundate you with more information, you can hit us up on the voicemail. Call us on the voicemail tip. Leave a voicemail, 415 787-5229, uh, or just go to one of 
one of the social media pages, all that information is available there, pinned to the top, I think, of the uh, East Coast Cast Twitter, in case you didn't write that down or you forget. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page is at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Or just search East Coast Cast and, uh, on Facebook or PWTorch and you will come across uh, the logo. And shout outs to this week liking the fan page. Um, hey, Melissa Fan. She's a new, new fan. Old fan, new fan to the page. So, and and Ben Haven, appreciate that. I, th- I think Melissa probably got pressured into it. Like, why haven't you liked the Facebook fan page yet? We need them likes. But I appreciate both of you. So uh, share it on your timeline. Tag your wrestling pals in it. Uh, let them know about the show and 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 uh, yeah, spread that love. So, uh, Cam, headlines, poll results. Uh, where do you want to start? Yeah, I think. Uh, the polls are definitely a good place to jump off. If you are following me on social media, at uh, or specifically on Twitter at Seahawk, there's about 15 minutes left to vote in our final poll. But um, really, with the abundance of matches that we had, um, and considering, even though there were a lot of events over the weekend, WrestleMania is, of course, the, uh, the big one. Um, I kind of wanted to yeah. run polls about the matches Specifically, um, I think we organized them in a pretty good way um, to where everything was, was covered for the most part. Um, you know, the first poll was what was the best singles match of WrestleMania? And overwhelmingly, it was Asuka and Charlotte, um, which was, you know, the opening this match. This was the theme this week in our polls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty heavy. Um, that got 82% of the vote, um, followed by 10% Nakamura Styles, 5% Reigns Lesnar, and 3% Jack's Bliss. Um, we also asked the best tag team match of WrestleMania again. Um, so the raw tag title match, um, which had a, a, a fun moment, got 0% of the vote. The SmackDown tag title match got well, 1% got one. of the vote. Yeah, yeah. Unless you, maybe so, you didn't refresh. You did get 1% that both SmackDown title no. matches got a percentage point. Well, no, no, no. The raw tag title match didn't get, it, that got zero. The, uh, the oh, SmackDown well, tag title I'm match got at. 1%. Brian and Shane versus Sammy and KO got 8% of the vote and 91% of the vote, um, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. So that's, I mean, you'd like for it to be more even amongst the talent, but the match that you promoted the most, the match with the biggest star, um, got overwhelmingly the best reaction. So I think, you know, as WWE, that's what you're going to want. Because of how they organize things, yeah, because the or, of how they organized things, um, we kind of got to put the next poll all together. And it's just what was the best multi-person match of WrestleMania? Um, the U.S. title match got one percent of the vote. And and in fairness, like it's weird to have a match with guys that you really like in it, but probably have the lowest expectations for. I think that was kind of the the thing going in. So nobody really talked bad about that match. I don't think they expected too much from it, but. One percent of the vote, the U.S. title match. Two percent of the vote, the women's battle royal. Three percent of the vote, the men's battle royal. Ninety-four percent of the vote was the uh, the IC title match, which I think 
if we the put show that opener. Up, yeah, if we put those three matches up against one another, um, that being the Rousey Angle, Triple H, Steph, the IC title match, and the uh, Oscar Charlotte match, it would be interesting to see what was voted match of the show out of those three. Um, maybe the biggest poll, if if WWE looked at these kinds of things, um, it was, did Ronda Rousey fall short of, meet, or exceed your expectations of WrestleMania? Um, 5% said she fell short, 19% said she met, and 76% said she exceeded. Um, I would be interested <laughs> what to expecting? see what, what meet means. You know, like, for for all the talk of she's not going to be ready and it's too early to put her in X match or Y match. We didn't see her in any, any tune-up matches, so it was all based on the two physical moments she had, you know, uh, putting Triple H through the, uh, through the thing, through the table, and then herself getting put through the table. Uh, we knew after she got put through that table, well, she has no problem selling. Like, she's not afraid to go, I'm not selling, you know, she wasn't going to be like, I'm not selling fake punches. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real fighter. She, so a, a few, you know, whenever that was, last week or two weeks ago at the contract signing, um, I just remember thinking, I actually thought she overdid it a little bit, the way she just laid there holding her arm. Like, eh, that wasn't the, the most impactful table spot. But, but I knew right then and there, like, oh, okay, she's, uh, she's all in. She's not the arrogant, you know, real fighter that's coming in not going to sell fake punches or fake 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 arm holds and stuff like that. Matter of fact, she allowed Stephanie McMahon to, you know, block her damn signature submission hold, you know, 90% of, you know, every time except until the last that she tried to put it in, uh, not including Monday. Um, but, yeah, who are those 5% that said it fell short, like, I think those people just really wanted to see. They were like, "Oh, Stephanie's arm is still in its in. It's not like separate from her body. I can't. I you know, like she she broke a promise. She says she was going to tear her arm off, and it's still there. Boo! It fell short. Uh, but other than that, yeah, exceeded seventy seven percent. I think that's just huge. And immediate the immediate reaction was from Dave Meltzer. I think he called it the great, the best wrestling debut ever like physical wrestling match debut. Maybe he said at WrestleMania. I don't know how, how specific he got. But, you know, coming from a guy like Dave Meltzer who's seen, you know, millions of wrestling debuts and and, 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 and from all over the world, that's high praise. Yeah, it really is. And, yeah, it was it was, it was really good. Um, and then the final poll, which um, is inching towards 400 votes, but I don't think it'll swing too hard in the last – Eight minutes here. I was just true or false. Uh, Champa versus Gargano was the best match WWE put on during WrestleMania weekend. Uh, 69% say true, 31% say false. Um, you know, it was it was that good. <laughs> it really was. It was the combination really of a long story. It had people who are greatly respected outside of ever stepping foot in NXT, and then you know. Gargano is one of, if not the top face on NXT, and Ciampa has asserted himself as the top heel with things that he's done. Um, it was just, uh, it was just great. Uh, match start to finish was super physical, really stiff. Um, they did so much to play on things that they already knew about each other, right down to the finish. Um, and 
really, when you talk about a story that's successful because of the people involved in the story you're telling, um, I don't think there was a better story told uh, for WWE that culminated this weekend. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it definitely deserves that high praise. Um, those four matches against each other um, would be interesting, like Ciampa Gargano, uh, Oscar Charlotte, the triple threat for the IC title, and Ronda Rousey, uh, Angle versus Triple H, Stephanie McMahon. To see well, how people would vote along those lines would be interesting, but they're all really Now, when matches. you put them all together, if you line all those four matches up, you, it, it would probably be a little different. But I think the poll 69% said, true, it was the best match of the weekend. So I think it would win. It would win. Yeah. It would, and it was that It good. would be close. Cause, I, cause, I mean, yeah. Because Charlotte and I, I people People, you know, because it was WrestleMania, and again, that's a still it's a story that might not have been told on a on a personal level as far as Oscar and Charlotte cutting promos back and forth on each other for six months leading to it, uh, but it still had a a, a, a well done, a well good enough build and backstory and all that stuff that that I think that would have probably probably been the only match that challenged uh, Gargano and Ciampa for match of the uh, of the weekend. And because of the finishes to both those matches, I just give the nod to to, to Ciampa and Gargano. Because even though I, I think Charlotte and Oscar was the best match on Mania, or certainly up there, that finish just the finish almost took me out of the entire show. So, yeah, and we'll I'm sure get in into that before you know this show is over. But yeah, that was um, you know, kind of covered the the big talking points of of WrestleMania. There were there's definitely like probably the headline of everything is is twofold. I mean, the headline for most shows is going to be the main event. So, kind of the the actual match, the reaction and the goings-on of Reigns versus Lesnar and then the fallout with the greatest Royal Rumble coming up and how that could adjust things or how that probably adjusted the finish of the match, um, how that might adjust things going forward character-wise, story-wise. Um, there's a lot to it. It's just uh, it's really layered and to deal with it in real time, um, you know, to be there live while it's happening, to hear people's reactions, you know, to be there the next day and to hear the grumblings of, you know, what actually occurred if, there was a call on the fly during the match and what might happen going forward. Like it's, it's, it's a lot to digest. Um, you know, for anybody who has been under a rock, cause I don't know how you dodge this stuff, you know, Brock Lesnar beats Roman Reigns clean at WrestleMania. Um, and then you hear, you know, rumblings of, did he throw the belt at Vince McMahon backstage? Um, and then my timeline might be out cause I'm not sure exactly how this happens, but you know, Brock, re-signed for at least one more match, maybe two, and him and Roman are going to have a rematch for the Universal title at the Greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. Um, and it's because he's also under contract with UFC, um, you know, which ESPN did report, it's suspected that he's going to lose the title to Roman in front of a crowd that may not react the same way that a vastly combined international crowd or an American crowd would respond 
uh, to Roman Reigns beating Brock Lesnar, and it might be a way to kind of ease or assuage the reaction um, and to have a positive visual yeah. live when it happens, you know? So um, that, that's kind of the, in, the ins and outs of, of the main event. Um, yeah, uh, that's a, it's kind of covering the big things. There, there's certainly a lot more to go over, but I think that's a good jumping off point. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. As far as assuaging, yeah, you're going to get an, an – you'll get a decent crowd reaction for, for one night, maybe even a really good, positive, overwhelming, we love Roman Reigns reaction for for one night. That's it. And then he's going to show up on Monday Night Raw the next night. I, I'm not sure when that – if that Saudi show is on uh, – what is that? That's like a Sunday afternoon or something? Saturday afternoon. Friday. So he's going to show up to Raw the next the next Monday and get the same, if not more hostile reaction than he's been getting. I just I don't I don't get this. It, when he lost on Sunday, it was kind of a wow. Where where where's this going? And once mm-hmm. they booked the uh, Saudi Arabia show, you kind of kind of saw like oh okay cage match sure. Um, but that Saudi Arabia show is just. It, it, it just seems like, I mean, I'm just so uninterested in that show for for multiple reasons. You, you know, the fact that you're just going to be at this, sh- this, it's already a wrestling show, and it's already, you know, 80, 85%, uh, you know, men in the crowd. But yeah. maybe not even that much anymore. It might be, you know, more. But then you're just going to have this foreign show with 100% male crowd, reacting in ways that we as an I mean maybe wrestling fans are it's universal hey we cheer we boo but it's going to be it's going to feel different they're they're putting so much into it they're putting all this TV time at least Monday and Tuesday or Sunday Monday Tuesday really all WrestleMania weekend they were talking about it and they're putting these gigantic matches and rematches on the show and and backlash is right around the corner I, I I'm not feeling this Saudi Arabia show. It, it feels like something that somebody got an idea. Um, let's make this a let's make this a network exclusive. When they said 50 man greatest battle royal, I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. They can call it that. They can water down the uh-huh. WrestleMania, uh, uh, water down the Wrestle uh, Royal Rumble brand, or wouldn't ro- water it down because it's off TV halfway around the globe. Nobody's going to see it, and nobody's going to care. They'll, we'll hear the results on on Twitter or on an up, audio update or something, and then that'll be it. And nobody will talk about it. Now they've turned it into a a premium, or at least they're trying to turn it into a premium uh, a pay-per-view show, network show. And I just don't care. I just don't care. It feels unnatural. You know, it, it doesn't. It do, yeah, that's a good way of saying it. It does. It feels feels unnatural. It feels put on. It feels uh-huh. uh, not a money grab because you know we've got the network. We're not getting tickets to to the show, um, but it feels like a, a a money grab. That's yeah. It's um, yeah, yeah. I don't and understand and why I'm not just do your normal Saudi Arabia show that you you do. But why do you have to go so so far for that? Or, for that audience, like you could put on a stripped down basic house show, they're going to be like, "Yay, we get to see our superstars." 
You, you don't need to I mean, put all could, the glitz and glamour, you name it, all really that. disrespect the Royal Rumble in the process. Um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. To me, you could do it and not show it. Like, we, you Absolutely. know, like, he, yeah. you, could just, you could do all the, you can put all the advertisements out, like, there. Um, and, and, I mean, you know, you come to a place that you don't visit, like, you're probably going to sell it out. I just, um, like, I don't understand from, I understand doing the show from a business standpoint. I don't understand promoting the show to an audience with, when the majority of your audience has has vastly different beliefs on how, you know, women and children are part of the wrestling experience. Um, because I'm not going to speak to the next man's morals because I spent, you know, almost a week in New Orleans. I got to see the next man's morals, and I, I wasn't, you know, too, too excited about them. But, um, you know, when we come from a space where, you know, women and children are at least given more country as far as what they can be involved in. Um, you know, one of the, the cool things that I saw, like, were the amount of women um, actually, like, in New Orleans, in wrestling shirts, at the show, um, you know, women we got to talk to, like, little girls that we got to talk to. Yeah, like, like little girls that we got to speak to who are really into the product and the direction of the product, like, to kind of promote going a 180 from that in beliefs is like, I don't really know why, but that's, that's why, you know, I'm not in charge, but it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting move to push it as such. Like I've made it clear, like I'm not going to watch this um, just because oh, okay. it's, it's not something that I would want to be a part of. Uh, but you know, sure. So it's not even entertainment reasons. It's like, you know what, I don't know if I can uh, just personal kind of moral or ethical or whatever, however you want to frame it kind of reasons is, is what you're saying. Yeah, like I don't really want to see um, – yeah, Willis makes a good point. He's not going to lose to Roman on a show where the main fan base will be at work um, at 12 on the afternoon <laughs> on Friday. I, I, I hear you. Oh, it's um, on Friday. <laughs> I mean, I, I hear you, but I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll get there when we come to it. Um, probably – the most interesting thing that I've heard about that show that's really caused, like, I feel like I was in an argument for like an hour today. So outside of the Royal Rumble, outside of the Universal title match, Undertaker is going one-on-one with Rusev in a Buried Alive match. Or a casket match, I'm sorry. So, and somebody was like, wow, what a burial of Rusev. I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> How is that? How is this a burial of Rusev? Uh, like and I and I said like would you rather have been Bob Hawley facing Brock Lesnar for the WWE title or Bob Hawley seventh entry in the Royal Rumble getting eliminated in six minutes like I'd rather be in the one on one match with the Undertaker like I yeah. I feel like they have a different level of appreciation for me like it's not a coincidence that Rusev is kind of brown and he's gonna go one on one with the Undertaker. It's just not. Um, but outside kind of that, kind, like, of, kind of brown with the you know with the coarse beard, coarse black beard, yeah. Yeah, for sure. and I mean he's you know like it's not a coincidence that Jinder Mahal is probably going to be the U.S. champ going into this. Like, let, I mean that's business. Let, 
let's uh how do okay like just a little thing i don't i wouldn't be surprised if they go whatever we'll just leave it the way it is but do they play up the Bulgarian thing? Not because of what you said, because he's you know tan yeah. or whatever. But like with, when his intro comes in, you see the uh, on a Titantron, you know, uh, 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 blue, green, and whatever the Bulgarian flag colors are. Is that something that you know they have to edit? I'm thinking of Mike's <laughs> voicemail from a few weeks ago. You know, it has nothing to do with like religion or what or or, or, or Christianity or anything. But would they go? You know what? Let's uh, let's cool it with the nationalism of all the stuff of you know the Rusevs, the Lanas. The, well, she won't be there, but Rusev. Uh, you know. Um, you know what? I mean, even have, even Jinder Mahal. You know, he's Indian. Those he's two not. countries have a relationship though, Arab. like a a a positive ish one. So I don't think it'll be like. I don't think it'll be bad right, if not, they do it one way or another. Yeah, yeah. I think it's not like he's fun. Iranian um, and they're yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah. Because that would be. I wonder if a like real legit concern. Uh, like I wonder if they cut uh, Dana Brooke out of Titus O'Neil's Titantron. Like that's more the stuff mm. I'm wondering about. Like okay, you know what happens sure. with stuff like that. Like does uh, I don't know. It, it's a lot. There's, there's a Why didn't Mustafa Ali, just going back to your, you know, gender mm-hmm. one, Rusev's going to face Undertaker. Well, under, uh, Mustafa Ali didn't win the Cruiserweight title. Because he's going to win you think, well, he's not, not Cedric's not even going to show up at uh he might not even be at the invited to the thing, yeah. the Cruiserweight champion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like that's a, a show that I find super interesting from a, like, logistics standpoint and from a setup standpoint even though it's not really a show. Like, again, I, I'm not not something I'm going to personally participate in because, like, just the visual is going to kind of throw me. Um, but but it's funny, like, I say that. In a sense, it's going to look like the ECW audience in 98. Probably with less, with less cuss words. You know, like... And the equal amount of misogyny. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. Chat room is open, by the way. Um, go in there, say hi to Sean. Uh, he says it's another tribute to the troops. Yeah, without all the USA, USA stuff. Actually, I, yeah, I would disagree completely. It's not. I think this is going to be visually on par with. Uh, this is going to be closer to. Like a money in the bank. Just use, let me use two extremes. This is going to be closer to. It's visually the set, the production, uh, the announcers maybe in tuxes or suits. And stuff. This is going to be closer to WrestleMania than you know uh, a house show in Trenton. I was going to say like it'll be a takeover, like on that. Level. They're going to Saudi uh, Arabia. They're, you have to understand like the, the uh, not everybody's like a friggin' a part of the of the monarchy or anything. Okay. But this is but like the ones that are. pretty damn they blow opulent. It yes, this is an opulent yeah, part of the world. <laughs> that stadium, that arena that they're going to be in, have, if you've seen the commercials, they keep saying, oh, the beautiful, better, you know, or whatever the heck the, the city's called that they're running in. You know, they're going to a 
upscale part. They're not running in, you know, some some hole in the wall in Saudi Arabia. Uh-huh. They're going to the number one arena, or at least one of them, one of the number one top arenas in what it's in the middle of what looks like of like a of the Vegas strip type, you know, at night. All the buildings are lit up and it looks like gorgeous. So uh-huh. I think WWE's like we got we're gonna we're gonna live up to or we're gonna match those they're used to certain standards we're used to certain standards we're gonna ship our production stuff over here at at probably a decent cost but to make this show look good um, I think they want I don't think they want this to be their last time there mm. I dig it yeah so cool. Uh, again, hit us up, 347-202-0103. Get in queue, and we will take your call. Let's um, let's start things off uh, with an email. And we're going to uh, go to LaMarcus from D.C. He's got a... Roman Reigns conspiracy. And this is something I've been wanting to talk about because uh, with that promo he cut, I haven't liked Roman Reigns' promos since the night after the, the night he cut the, you know, where's where's Brock? You know, that was like the best thing he cut in a long time or maybe ever. And then he, it just was all downhill from there. Um, and so he goes, Marcus goes, uh, this is my first time writing in. I listen to your show every week. Thanks, Marcus. Appreciate that. He says, so Roman was pretty much saying there's a conspiracy against him on Monday. (laughs) Yeah, I almost thought he was going to go, Brock's leaving. It's my turn with the belt. Like, he was like a a sentence away from saying that. You promised me, Vince. (laughs) Like, I'm the new Bret Hart. This was a screw job. Uh, It really felt that way at times. Uh, Marcus continues, how can there be a conspiracy if he gets a title shot at the greatest Royal Rumble event, you got to put that in because it's, uh, yeah, at the greatest Royal Rumble event when he lost clean to Brock at Mania. He didn't even compete to be a number one contender again. The only conspiracy I see is that Roman is still getting opportunities. Uh, thanks, Marcus from D.C. What did you think of that promo, Cam? I, I didn't understand it because – like, it seemed like the gist of what he was saying was, like, I keep getting put in matches with Brock Lesnar when this is, like, what? The third time you would have fought Brock Lesnar in four years? Like, I... What? You third? Had, Isn't this the se- their second official match? I mean, they've interacted well, well, immediately well, no, with other stuff. But. If you include WrestleMania 31... Right. Like, WrestleMania 31, WrestleMania 34, and then this one. So like, oh, coming up will be three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three times in three, four, like, four so, years. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't. Roman Reigns, not Roman Reigns, but like, hasn't. If this is your third, like, hasn't Goldberg had so far as many matches as you have in a way shorter period of time? Like, mm-hmm. Goldberg's had the same amount. Braun's had the same amount. I think Joe's had the same amount. Like. Uh, and no, and so Roman would have been in one of those matches, so he probably has one more than everybody else. But like, no, like that's, I, I didn't understand what he was saying. Like, how is, what are they conspiring to do? Now, if he's saying, if he had come out and said, "You're conspiring to make me look bad 
by putting me on in the main event when they prefer somebody else, <laughs> yes, that is a conspiracy against you. But, like, that didn't appear to be what you were going for. It, it was weird. Like, that's not – it's one of those cases where, you know, being a stickler for language will drive you crazy. Because the immediate thing is, like, that's not what that word means. Like, I, I was trying to explain to a buddy that saying James Harden should be the unanimous MVP because his stat line is similar to Steph's when he won unanimous MVP, it's entitlement. Like, that's what that is. That you're expecting for something to happen because of a deed done or an action done. Like, Roman Reigns entitled? Yeah, like, it, it doesn't mean that the word is good or bad, but it's an accurate use of the word. Like, this isn't – the conspiracy that you speak of isn't about what you're talking about. Like, there, there is – like, and again, conspiracy is done in secret, done where people can't see. When this thing that's happening to you is very plain to everybody. They think you're the guy, so they put you in matches um, that they put the person they want to be successful the most in. Like, that's – which is not what a conspiracy means, and that was kind of – it was all put and and another nitpick from from the Roman appearance uh, um, Monday, it's his, it's it's his look outside the ring. Like I have no problem. Like people with the vest and all that. I've never had a real issue with that until people start hitting with the kendo stick in the chest and he's selling it as if he's you know not wearing anything or yeah. So that's uh. the only issue. But like. He, when he walks out on a sta- on stage, he's walking slow because he's selling the beat down or the beating he took at, at, at Mania. So I just got to look at him more, and I'm just looking at his gear, right? And it's just, and it, and immediately that picture from a few years ago when he's wearing like them bullshit South Pole jeans and them garbage. Uh, 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 I don't even know what kind of it was a friggin' K, uh, K Swiss or you know Skechers or some shit. And I was just like, fam, can somebody take this guy to sneaker warehouse or something and <laughs> get him some proper sneaks or something? Because this guy looks like a cornball. And then why and then he comes out with the most div- divisive man hairdo that you that's out these days. It was a man bun. Again, I don't have a problem with the man bun. Uh, it's a, it's just another way to to do your hair. Like whatever. I never understood people's uh, issues with the, you know, the style and the hipster stuff. But it's like if they're trying to make people not like them, they're doing it. They're getting it all right. Yeah. Go out there in these in these in these crappy kicks <laughs> and put your hair up in a man bun, and 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 on top of that, have a boo boo face and complain. Um, about, I don't know, again, yeah, what were you complaining about? You lost. You, 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 you lost the match. What's the, and you got a rematch. And you're, and you're out here with a sad face, mad at Vince or whoever. Last time I, I went to sleep, I didn't, I, I thought he was signing with UFC. Like, all right, stay out of that man's contract. Like, are you his agent? <laughs> what is that yeah, with don't... you? That's like that's like somebody at your job throwing them a going away party and then they're still there on Monday and you asking the boss. Like you I mean, ask ask that man why what's going on with him. Like don't I don't know. 
they're they're not nothing about what they had him do made him look tough. And if they're going a different direction, like if this is setting up Vince's boy Roman as a character, then that's cool. Mm-hmm. Because like that's something that the things he was talking about you can flip that around to fit that character, but like it, it just makes him like after a night where at worst you want people to respect how tough he was, being the only guy to kick out of an F five and to really take just a beating. Um, but you know, it's kind of the thing with when they tried it with Randy Orton, it never paid off on the back end because people weren't into Randy Orton. But they were lukewarm on him, not against him. But with Roman Reigns, yeah. it's not like Roman Reigns has been putting on bad wrestling matches. All his wrestling matches are good to pretty good. And so it was never a question of how tough he is. It was never a question of when the bell goes off, if he's going to give you everything he has, because he does that. It's, a, it's, it's, I don't like this person that you're presenting to me. And you proving that he's tough just makes him a tough person that I still don't like. Like, you're not going to force respect in that manner. And I think that by them not playing up on Monday that, you know, he's a tough guy and he took a beating and, look, I'm still standing. By them not being right. able to put that up and there build off that, that yeah, you, you just feel like they might be going in a different direction with him. When I was like... When the show came, when his music hit, I was like, okay, he has to come out with a bandage around his head with a little blood spot, <laughs> you know, uh, see through, and just pour the sympathy on and have him, you know, give a, I, I was so confident. I thought even, you know, I got beat up a few times. Uh, I was hurt going into the match or aching or not hurt like injury, but, you know, I was beat up going into the match. I really was super confident. I was, uh, I, 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 I had Brock, and after I kicked out of that, they didn't even sell the fact that he kicked out all those F5s. After I kicked out of that third F5, that fourth F5, I, I knew, and then I saw the blood on my hands. I knew this was my moment, and and just sell the disappointment that would make people like, I don't know, God forbid, uh, um, not empathize, but see, like, um, just uh, a sympathetic character. Like, wow, he really did go in there and put in work and got, you know, uh, you know, beat the hell up and bloodied, and we haven't seen that. And, and I know it's against their their policy, and it came hard way, uh, but but use it. You know, I, I, I just, I'm so utterly confused and baffled every, with Roman Reigns. It's one step forward, three steps back a lot of the times with him. And it's, and it's, and as a guy that wants to like Roman Reigns or, or hate him for the proper reasons, like I want to hate him because he wants me to hate him. Like because he's in there, in there trying to get heel heat, doing dastardly things, cheating, whatever, just being a, a bad guy, a bad character. It 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 it's, it stuns me the directions they go with him, as if there's not four years of history. What will work and what won't. If this was year one. And they're still trying things, and oh, we got the crowd still getting used to his personality, whatever. No, he is who he is. We as fans are who we are. 
it's not going to change. It's and it's almost it's square peg round hole, and they are they absolutely uh, just are just hammering that square peg into that round hole and just not caring that the edges of that square are getting frayed off and broken off to try to fit into this round uh, round hole. And I, I just don't get it. I do not get it. I don't know why there isn't anyone around that has, like, where's Triple H? Why is Triple H like, or is Triple H like, I'm I wash my hands of this guy, or or of this creative process. Like, uh, uh-uh. I don't want, I don't want to get any of any of the blame because this is not going to work. Because no matter what I say or try to do, um, you know, the, the the big guy, the guy on top, Vince, has it in his mind, and, and I think that's it. I, I think if Triple H had real faith, he would fight for Roman Reigns. He would get a lot of stuff vetoed. Or on the other hand, he is doing exactly that, and we're and what we get is a watered-down version of what Vince really wants. So could you imagine if Triple H is fighting for for Roman and to keep him uh, um, and trying to get him, like, over and, and Vince is – and could you imagine, like, if Vince just wants to go even further and Triple H is the one, like, no, 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 pull back, do this. And the only reason we just – the crowd's not throwing, you know, cups of soda and beer at him every, every week is because uh, – because Triple H is there sometimes to, to pull back on the on the like douchiness or the over over the shoving them down our throat stuff. Like I think what they did last night on SmackDown kept Charlotte from becoming the female Roman Reigns. I was like, oh, Charlotte's Roman now. She's. I was like, she's going to start not immediately. You know, show up on SmackDown and they're going to going to boo her. But I was like, I think I see where this is going. They're just going to at all costs. Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. <clears throat> but at least again, she's likable and, and over already. And it would be a pro- Roman Reigns really outside of the Shield as a singles never, never really had that opportunity. It was just kind of bullshit from 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 the gate. Um, but then they did the thing with Carmella, even though I hated it. But I was like, I think that was necessary for Charlotte's character <laughs> after, especially after winning uh, the way she did uh, at WrestleMania. So. All right. Let's, um, Sean says, can I curse on here? Yeah, fuck it, go ahead. <laughs> it won't let you, the message board or the chat room will censor you, but sure. <laughs> Let's, uh, oh, Cam dropped off. Let's. Cam, how long were you, uh, oh. was I talking to myself? No, you were. I mean, you weren't talking to yourself. I was there the whole time, but you you put in about five minutes of a monologue. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's talk to some folks. And uh, thanks, Marcus, for that email. Appreciate it. Let's uh, let's start things off with change of pace. This looks like five one six. And they are from uh, New York State. Oh, shit, Long Island. And I just spent, like, two days talking shit about Long Island. Ah, ma, you fucking bitch, my guts hurt. <laughs> Call Julio, I need a pack. Uh, there's a few people out there, get what I'm saying. All right, let's, uh, 516. 
Uh, who's this? Where are you from? It's your good friend Frank from Farmingdale, Long Island. What's oh, going on, Travis and Cameron? How are you doing tonight? Frankleton from the L.I. What's happening, man? Not too much. How are you guys making out? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, not too bad, man. How's the car thing? So you mind? Uh, not, not too bad. Just, uh, just sitting in rush hour traffic, uh, trying to get home. I uh, was supposed to get home uh, four hours later, but I got on an earlier flight, and uh, here I am. Got a chance to talk to you guys. So. Yeah, I was going to ask. I thought you were in the air, like on your way from Florida or something. I uh, yeah, I uh, I was supposed to be on the uh, the six thirty from Fort Lauderdale, but uh, I was able to get a seat on the earlier flight. So uh, here I am. It was a mess. I didn't get in. Uh, I didn't get into like six o'clock this morning. So I figured uh, I'll take a quick nap, wake up, and see how I feel, and try to get home earlier. So here I am. Cool, man. Appreciate the uh, first time caller. So thanks for calling in. No, I. I've called you before. Actually, the second time I uh, I called you guys before. Oh, second, and, okay. Uh, this is always, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is always uh, this is always tough because uh, if I'm home, you know, we're eating dinner, getting the kids ready for bed, and all that stuff. So this is uh, me being in the car gives me a chance to call, you know. So, but there yeah. uh, we go. I I want to dive into the, um, the Roman Reign stuff with you guys. Uh, you guys were talking about yeah. it. You know, I, I don't know where they're going with it. I don't know what I believe. You know, it was a confrontation and all that stuff. I, whatever. You know, I working the fellas kind of bullshit that we're hearing. Hey, it was a confrontation in the back. Shane had to get involved. This and that. I, I, you know, I really don't care to be honest with you. But um, I wonder with this whole Saudi Arabia thing, right? I wonder if Vince never intended to have Roman win at WrestleMania. Follow me on this. I think he wanted to make sure, and I think you guys alluded to this, I think he wanted to make sure he had Lesnar signed. And that way, once he did, he could have Lesnar go over, and then he can have Roman win the title of Saudi Arabia. So you think at at 7 o'clock or whenever, you know, the show's, going on or about to start, if Brock hadn't re-signed, they just changed the finish. Roman goes over. If Brock's just like, nope, I'm I, not going. This is my last match. I'm out of here. Exactly. I think he had two plans in mind. I think that, you know, and plus, everybody predicted that it was going to be Reigns-Lesnar. I mean, all we've been talking about this last year is they're probably going to do Reigns-Lesnar at WrestleMania. So, mm-hmm. and there was such a level of there's such a level of predictability to that. We all know what the crowd reaction was going to be. If they thought the crowd reaction was going to be positive, he's on drugs, okay? So, yeah. you know, I think I think he had two plans in place where, all right, if I could get Lesnar re-signed, I'll have him win at this greatest nonsense. If he doesn't sign, then I'll have Roman win and I'll deal with it. I'd love to know if Vince was like, yeah, the greatest Royal Rumble nonsense. I bet he describes his own event that way. Yeah, you know, this bullshit there. <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Well, and, let me, and let me say this while I have you on the line, Frank, because, I mean, you listen to us, you listen to other people on, you know, in, in the family, so to speak, and so you kind of inundated 
with how typically how men feel about Roman Reigns. I'll just put it like that, right? So totally. Uh, yeah, I'm starting to think that I can only talk about what I see. And I, I told Rich while we were out there, like, there are a lot of people in Roman Reigns shirts who don't look like if you do dizzy bat baseball and spin around and point at somebody in the crowd, that's not who's wearing that T-shirt. You know, it was women, and it was kids, and it was, like, people of color, and just not who you normally see, but here's what is facts. Here's what's numbers. People can say, Roman's not over. Um, the fans don't want Roman. They can say all those things, but you typically judge business based on who's in the main event, right? Like, that's the standard, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they absolutely. Sold out, okay, so they, they sold out an 80,000-seat arena. Their subscriptions are up 9%, and they yep. have an additional 600,000 paid subscriptions. So, like, I, I totally get all the criticisms about Roman Reigns, because a lot of them are valid. But he's not costing them money. And so what I'm right. starting to think is what they're really trying to do is figure out, because this is the thing, I don't think if we think that he has these personality flaws, which he, which he does, but those things are making him more money. So I'm starting to think what they're actually trying to do is not so much how to figure out how to get him over, because the books say that he's over, but it's how to present him in a way that the vocal majority will respond accordingly on TV. Because, I mean, numbers say that he's working. It's either he's working or Brock's working, or people are so loyal to the brand, you'll make money regardless of who's on top. And if that's the case, why wouldn't you push who you want, even if it's not quote-unquote working? Like, we can complain, and, and you're not complaining, Frank. The reason I wanted to say this while you were on the phone was because you're offering perspective on why they're planning what they're planning in the order that they are. And I and I get that. My thing is just right. this weekend, and those numbers kind of show me that maybe they did want Brock to go over at WrestleMania to not have the huge booing at the very end of their biggest show of the year, but they can deal with that on a Monday Night Raw because it's never going to be boos as loud as what we just saw. They'll never feel like that. And if they keep tweaking his personality, maybe they'll come up with something they can present that people won't uh, dismiss as a live crowd. Right. Can I, can I just, uh, I'm going to add something, all right? Personally, I, I don't even care at this point. You know what I mean? Like, with Roman I know that this is the guy that they're behind. I know that this is the guy they want. At this point, there's enough other stuff going on in WWE you know, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan is back now. Uh, you got guys like Strowman. You got guys like Rollins. You got NXT. There's enough other stuff that I could get into. I could really care less. You know what I mean? So yeah. I had no problem. I was fine if Roman was going to win the title at, um, you know, at, uh, at WrestleMania, you know. And there's a part of me, and I think, and Cameron, you and I were talking about it. There's a part of me that wonders if, 
not having him win the title at WrestleMania was actually worse. You know what I mean? Like, the way they've pushed him the last four years has been has been bad, let's be honest, okay? Not giving him the title at WrestleMania is worse, you know, because it's like, you went this far, why not go all, all that the way? Nothing? Have him win the title, and then we'll get and deal with it. Let, let's just deal with it afterwards. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I hear you. It's um, and you're not wrong, but I think the issue is I had a time on on Saturday watching the Shayna Baszler Ember Moon match because yep. when when Shayna Baszler wins, the reaction isn't good match, bad match. The reaction is, I can't wait to see Ember Moon on Monday or Tuesday. Like, that was the immediate mass reaction of Twitter. It had nothing to do with what actually happened. It was projecting forward. And I think... Or they were like, I can't believe that horrible human being just won the women's title. I'm sure a person or two reacted to it. Yeah, at least one. And and also, Trina Baker is like... Of everybody I saw that weekend, she is one of the most yeah. impressive physiques out there. Like, how her arms are that big and her waist is that small is ridiculous. Like, especially being, yeah. like, 15 feet from her, it's crazy. But, but no, I say that to say, right. like, you're not wrong, and it's like, what was it all for? But at the same time, the mass kind of reaction that you have is, well, Roman's going to win the title, I guess. And so they're really in a pickle with stuff like this to where when they do what you think they're going to do, it's lukewarm, but then when they do what you don't expect them to do, it's no longer a surprise. It's what were they thinking, here's where they're going next. It's it's, it's a tough business. Um, And and not not business in the sense that dollars and cents, but it's a tough business um, like trying to appease people who have already decided what you're in the business of. Um, but no, but I, I, I say all that to say I agree. Like, on the biggest show of the year, I think you do the things you think are going to have the most impact and that you don't sneak it through the back door like you think they're going to do later this month. Right. The whole thing is just just crazy, you know? It's... Uh... It really is. What? Uh, how did you guys feel about the Rumble as a whole? Uh, the Rumble. Listen to me. I'm, I'm already thinking about this uh, greatest Rumble. How'd you guys? How'd you guys think of WrestleMania as a whole? It was fine. It was certainly better than better than 32. Uh, that's not hard to do. Oh, totally. um, and, I, and I think totally. it was. I think it was better than than last year. I think uh, it was. It was. It was a good, decent. You know, relatively entertaining five hours, seven hours if you, you know, whatever, as a whole. Like, it wasn't a time where I was sitting and, and was just completely, uh, completely bored out of my mind or, or, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was, it was fine. It was, it was, it was more than fine. It was, it was a good show. I was entertained for the most part. Yeah, that's pretty much how I felt. Yeah, like when I'm 
their lives are hard for me to gauge how good or bad it is. Um, I enjoyed, I, I thought Charlotte Austin was really good as an in-person match, and that's the highest compliment I can give a match because my mind is in so many places when I'm live or something. I'm, I'm all over the place, just uh, yeah. personal. And uh, I think that as a spectacle, it was definitely um, a fun thing to attend. Just like the entrances, I thought were really uh, were really cool and creative in a lot of points. Um, I, I really enjoyed being there for the uh, for the triple threat IT title match. I thought that was really fun, um, and I liked like Brock and Roman as a hard hitting knockdown drag out match. Regardless of the policies around it, like as a standalone, I did appreciate. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, you know, it wasn't a match that I was like, oh my god, you know, end this already. Um, Nakamura AJ was a bit of a letdown, but it was still good enough. The heel turn was great. I think he's going to do great. And uh, you know, overall, uh, I was pretty satisfied. Guys, listen, I I hate to cut. Yeah, no, go ahead, Frank. You you got it. We'll, yeah, catch, we'll catch you yeah, later. Now, yeah, I got to, uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm pulling up to the uh, door now, but I uh, I wanted to talk to you guys. Hey, uh, next time I'm down in uh, Austin, I'll hit you guys up. Uh, perhaps we can uh, meet up, you know? Cool, man. You know, I Sounds good. Know, when you told me you were in town, like, I thought you were at the airport and weren't leaving the airport. Then you're like, yeah, I'm on South Congress. I'm like, I wish you would have told me that. I would have came out. So... Yeah, let me know. Absolutely. You know, it's fight. Like, I, I, I didn't think it was appropriate to ask. You know, I wasn't sure. But uh, now that you said that, I'll absolutely, next time I'm down there, it's a great layover. A lot of people like it. So uh, I'll hit you guys up next time I'm in town. Cool, Frank. Sounds good, man. Have a good night, Travis. Frank from Long Island, everybody. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, WrestleMania, you know. Decent to good show. Uh, I don't. I, I, all the complaints I had were kind of nitpicky. Like I didn't like the Charlotte one, and I don't know if that's a nitpick. I think that's a legit. But that was my my most legit complaint of the night. Like I just still just don't understand, especially now, especially after after Carmella cashed in last night. It's like. So they had Oscar lose for this. I would have almost liked Oscar to come out and blatantly interfere and get get Charlotte or get or you know get that match thrown out like Big Show did or somebody did against John Cena a few years ago when he won Money in the Bank. Just get it off the table, and maybe it doesn't fit Oscar's personality. Like why would she? But you could go. She could just cut a promo like I I didn't go almost a thousand days undefeated. For this not this, you know, I, God, I, I, I like, and for so many reasons, I hate Carmella. Like, she's fine. I really do think she's okay, like, personality-wise. But I, I can't stand her in the ring. Like, I dread when she's in the ring. I hate her friggin' outfit. I hate her moves and her lack of wrestling knowledge and the fact that she can't sell to save her life. And, and, and they did, they, they sacrificed Oscar for that. Now, of course, they could have a bigger story to tell. Go ahead, jump in. 
my thing with that is just like it was a really good match to me. Um, and outside of that, trust WWE storytelling to have her go undefeated for another year. You know, like, it's that thing where it builds up to a great anticipation of a women's title match where you were almost sure she was going to win, and then she loses in a super competitive match. But now you're not – that's no longer your cross today. You know, like, she's done with the undefeated thing. So she can still be really strong and win a bunch of matches. And when she loses, it's still a big deal because you don't expect her to lose. But I, I just think it makes her a bit more three-dimensional. Um, and okay. I, I don't trust them to tell an undefeated story that doesn't end in shenanigans. It doesn't end with Scott Hall coming out of security with the cattle prod. So, you know, to have it done, I, to me, just ain't the worst thing, especially on the heels of a really, really competitive match. And now for Charlotte to do because she has – you know, new opponents and, you know, can still get back to title contention when it's that time. Okay, so real quick, I didn't see this part of TakeOver. I did, I thought it was his crutch, but Ciampa stole the crutches from a guy, <laughs> a one-legged dude. Yes, okay, guys. Okay, guys, crutch. The dude backed off like, hey, hey, don't hit me. He hopped it on one leg and he just takes his crutches. Wow. This match just got even more awesome than than I already thought it was. (laughs) He stole the man's crutches. That's that's terrific. Um, All right, let's uh, let's keep things moving. Let's... uh, Oh, I see three one two, but they don't have their hand up. Uh, by the way, uh, press one to make sure uh, we see your hand up if you want to get online online and talk to us. Uh, let's head up to Newark, New Jersey, and talk to Kylan. Kylan, well, what's going uh, on, man? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right. What's on your mind? Yeah, man, doing all right. Ah, let's see. Cam, I hope you had lots of fun on your trip to New Orleans last week. It appears that you did. I had an adequate amount of fun. Great. I will kick things off with a bit of background information on the greatest Royal Rumble event, which Willis did not give you earlier. According to Michelle Wilson, WWE's co-president and chief marketing officer on Monday's stock investor call, announcing network subscription numbers. Apparently, Vince and WWE senior management cut a major 10-year deal with the Prime Minister of Saudi Arabia 
to be able to put on special events such as the greatest Royal Rumble on a periodic basis and the greatest Royal Rumble will be the first event of this 10-year deal at noon on April 27th. That ain't bad. I mean, the 10 years ain't bad. Wow. So, yeah, that's Friday at noon. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, right in the middle of the day, I... Yeah, I might not. I'm, it's, I might not have a choice, but not be able to watch it. It's just, and I'm certainly. Like, and I, I don't that, know like, if I'm going to be hard not to watch. Is the thing like right. it's going to be difficult not to watch that now because I'll just be like at a computer with multiple uh, screens, one of them probably not doing anything. So yeah, that'll be. Yeah. Got to make sure I have a good movie to watch. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It all makes more sense to you now, doesn't it? I mean, it doesn't, not more sense, but it, it, what they're doing, like, makes sense, and they're going to make a lot of money doing it, I'm sure. So, like, yeah, so the, the money aspect definitely adds up. That's, uh, that's a way to get you paid. Now, on to my question, which I've spent pretty much all the arranging and rearranging to come with the best ones, because I have so many I could have asked. But question number one for this week concerns mania finishes and call-ups. And surprising, Cam, being that you were at some or most of the WWE events this weekend, did, did, did you feel as though there were too many surprises or shocking things that happened this week for, for this weekend for you to process and would you have changed anything as far as that goes? I think that you waste um some of the fun of the superstar shakeup by bringing in new people the week before. I think that drafting an Ember Moon to Raw and, you know, drafting, you know, whoever you're going to put like, on SmackDown, I think it loses a bit of that mystique. Like, if, if they drafted Bobby Lashley to Raw on Monday. Yeah, next I week. Been a cool effect. I think so, too. Like, I think you do lose but, some of the speed with that. I think that, like, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 I just think this week was let's bring back, you know, Lashley and let's have two and next, well, three, because Jose, oh, four, because AOP. Huh. Um, I think next week we're going to get even more. 
You know, I, I, I think they're stuck with this notion that it's the night after Mania, and we have to, we have to, you know, we have to do these certain things. We have to bring people back. We've got to have a couple of NXT call-ups. But to, to then do a shake-up the next week with the same the same talent. Like, does Bobby Lashley get shaken up and sent to SmackDown? Does Ember Moon go to SmackDown? Does Billy and the Kays end up on Raw? Um, or do they wait, just... Wait. Or, yeah. or Billy and the Kays. Billy, um, Billy Kay? Oh, Billy Kay and what's the name? Peyton Royce. So, so, so Billy Kay is the name in that group? Is this new, new to you? I think it's new. I think it's new to everybody. It's it's definitely Peyton Royce. Oh, I mean, I've just been, I've been calling them that for, I don't know, like two years. You should adjust because things have changed. But, Still, I think that them showing up, they the way they showed up was great. Now, I don't think you save everything for the shakeup, but like their what they did was so organic and so true to their characters. It wasn't just them coming out for a match, you know. Yeah. Like it's, I do think, and that it had storyline purpose that went beyond them. They serve so many masters with those immediately after, like the night after uh, WrestleMania shows, like you got a Kevin Owens, uh, a Kevin Owens-Sami Zayn match, and you got a Daniel Bryan-AJ Styles match. Like one didn't, they both didn't have finishes, but it's not like they didn't go all out for matches, you know? Like you, you did both of those things two nights in a row. Combined yeah, you didn't get three minutes of stalling and you know, holds, mat holds, and then yeah. a run-in or then a DQ. It was, you got like seven and to 15 minutes of solid main yeah. event level action. Um, I mean, you got to see Brian do some stuff and take some bumps, um, you know, that he didn't do and take in, at, at WrestleMania. Um, but, yeah, I just think if they went, if they went halfway and saved some, I don't even know who, I wouldn't, I'm not sure who would be – I think the AOP has to because if they want him in that that spot in Saudi Arabia. Uh, Mm -hmm. But Ember Moon, I think, could have been saved. Um, Certainly no way Jose. And that – that was not – I don't think – That was not the the best debut ever. Say what? Yeah, I don't think you drafted them. Like, I think that, like, here's another thing, though. I think American Alpha being drafted was the beginning of the end for American Alpha. Because Hmm. they touted them as the next big thing and didn't stick with it. Um, Because, and and it wasn't just that. There were other things that take, like, the arrival of the Usos as this, you know, generational tag team. And they didn't be coming, but. Um, it's 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 a lot, Carlin, but I do think they gave too much. If the goal is to have a draft the very next week, I don't think you do those things back to back because you you have time to build to a draft and to finalize some things over the next month before you kind of settle in now with having things set like they will next week. 
coming. Maybe because there are titles and stuff. Maybe a few draft positions are finalized um, after Backlash or Greatest Royal Rumble. But, yeah, I, I just don't think you do those things back-to-back. So, yes, I do think they gave away too much these last two nights. Did, did, was was the iconic duo now apparently the Iconics, which... I've heard it's called both. Huh? I don't know. I said I've heard them called both, but I like Iconic Duo a lot better. Yeah. It was like when the Heartbreakers came up in a totally different time, different, obviously different gimmicks and characters and all that. But they were awesome in OVW as the Heartbreakers, and then they came up as the Heartthrobs. Not that if they got to keep the Heartbreakers name, it would have, it would have, Changed the trajectory of their career, but it was—it just felt like unnecessary. But at least then there was a reason because you know Michaels was the heartbreak kid. They didn't want to—they—they definitely don't like that kind of that kind of uh, redundancy. But the iconic duo—it's like no, they had a perfectly fine name. You don't change it to a word that doesn't exist. I don't think iconics is a real word. So. It's, it's not Lev. Yeah, okay. it. What's your uh, your second thing, Kylan? Okay. Now, now I'll give you something like since that was a heavy question. This is on WWE's network programming. Are either of you interested in any of the next round of what I assume to be our summer schedule of WWE Network program? This, of course, being the next couple 24 documentaries to new UK tournaments, which I assume will help facilitate the UK separate show down the road, and when I'm being told, will now be, or will be, a completely uncensored version of something to wrestle with Bruce Prince. Since Bruce and Conrad Thompson are not WWE employees. Yeah. Yeah, as far as the, the Conrad and uh and Pritchard stuff, I was listening to uh Katie Vick's Alive Alive podcast yesterday, who actually for the last month or two, Cam, have been tracking anecdotally but they have been tracking Roman Reigns' merch sales and would disagree with your... Now, you were there on Bourbon Street seeing with your own eyes uh, uh, Roman Reigns' stuff, but they would talk about, like, every week, like, there's no... They even mentioned Rich. They were like, yeah, Rich Van, he tweeted tweeted me going, I stood at the merch stand for about 40 minutes to see what people were buying, and there were maybe two Roman Reigns' sales, and everybody else... You know, there were eight. Every, you know, all the major people you would think had no, stuff it's, it's flying on the shelves, but even people. I, 
I have the notebook of Rich writing down who was buying what. Oh, okay. I, have, I literally had that piece of paper in my car. And so we, I mean, we, we talked about it. Like, we were seeing different things. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I have, I have no reason to what he's saying. But, yeah, okay, go ahead. So, so, uh, uh, um, they were, what was Kylan's original thing? Oh, Conrad and them. He said, there's absolutely no way they're going to be able to do this, that, and they were just kind of like naming like the gimmicks and and segments, uh, reoccurring things and themes that they do on that show. And like yeah. that's just not going to fly on WWE or WWE Network. And they're not going to talk about, he was like, they're not going to be able to mention the name Dave Meltzer, and that's half of their gimmick. They're not going to be able to mention Wade Keller, and that's the other half of their gimmick. So what the hell are they going to be able to do? Because apparently they spend a bunch of their time just talking shit about Dave and Wade, and they're not going to give Dave and Wade that kind of publicity on WWE Network. That's 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 obvious. Um, I don't listen to that show. Um, people love it. It gets so many damn downloads. It's jealous. Um, but I have no I almost will watch it out of curiosity to see how they uh are they just gonna be a bunch of a couple of sycophants and ass ass kissers and that they already kind of are, but in a different like super super pro uh WWE way because they're on WWE air. So I'm 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 interested in that. Um what was the first thing he uh Oh, oh just all the content. Yeah, I mean, Edge and I'm, I'm more excited about Edge and Christian season two than any any documentary or you know. I, I mean, I'm we're so spoiled, and I'm not taking advantage of all the content that's on the network. It's and it's and main reason it's just because it's too much, and there's so much other so many other things to do than than watch uh, wrestling content that's sometimes super dated or 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 just not germane to the the current product um, but but I do appreciate that they have not stopped trying to make the network destination uh programming for a wide cross section of 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 demographics i when I see their commercials of what's coming up and what you know I always go wow they're they're really trying to keep that thing m- meaningful and and relevant. Even though I only watch pay-per-views and NXT uh, for the most part, it's it's good to know that that they are pumping out content uh, at a, at a decent pace, decent, well-produced content. And you know, Edge and Christian is something I'm excited to see come back. And but the other stuff, I don't even know what documentaries they're doing. You know, or anything like that. Are you excited for any of the stuff that they're uh, that's on the uh, horizon? Yeah, Con, Conrad and Bruce Pitcher, Pritchard don't really check off the boxes I need to be interested in hearing the talk. Um, <laughs> so that's not something I think that I'll really uh, see a whole lot of. Um, I, I'm really there for the old matches, man. Like I, I that's about where I fall. So. I understand they, they produce more content, um, you know, for people to digest, but the things that I'm there for are still there, um, which are pay-per-views and old matches. So as long as they have those, I'm going to pay as much attention as I do now, which, um, yeah. you know, outside of those things in NXT isn't, 
isn't a whole lot. And and I imagine, uh, Cam, tell me if I'm wrong, you, you've got limited time? Yeah, I'm actually uh, closing up. Okay. So I wanted to get to this voicemail we had from Greg. Um, let me uh, go ahead and uh, play that. What up, Trav and Cam? This is uh, Greg from Chicago. Uh, This is more so of a statement than a question, but uh, this past Sunday for WrestleMania, I had my brother over. Um, He pretty much hasn't watched the product in about 15 years, so he really wasn't up on the people who were on the card. But the, uh, the few matches that really stuck out to him were the two women's title matches, the Ronda Rousey uh, tag match, and the AJ and Nakamura match. But the one match that he kind of wasn't interested in towards the end was the uh, Rock and Roman match, especially since it was kind of the last match of a seven-hour stretch. But also, just with Roman, he he just he just wasn't feeling Roman. He um, like the best. Just he you, he could tell that Roman was kind of the one that they were trying to pretty much trying to push. But he really didn't get interested until the blood kind of came. So uh, I appreciate the voicemail. I really can't ever get a chance to call in, so you all have a good one. Yeah, so that is what the voicemail is for, folks. If you, uh, if you can't call in and you're not a particularly uh, uh, eloquent uh, writer as far as writing an email or whatever, you can always uh, you know, have your actual voice heard um, on the show. So hit up the, the voicemail line as Greg did. Uh, before you go, Cam, any any uh, reaction to Greg's uh, kind of a anecdotal, yeah, I think for you know, the, casual fan brother? Yeah, for the most part, I think WWE would be happy with his reaction. Like, if the women's matches stick out more, that means that the time that they've invested into them as, you know, legit competitors um, is paying off, especially to the casual fan. Like, I think that's great. Um, outside of that, you know, if – the Roman blood thing got the reaction they wanted, you know, like it's, uh, yeah, I think good on think that was hard way? for attracting the casual. Or was that a happy accident? Uh, I do. I, I do think it was hard way. Like you took your gloves off okay. for a big spectacle to do that. And then like, like you did with Orton, started raining down punches and elbows. The next thing you know, exactly. there's a fountain of blood. Same thing. <laughs> exactly. Like what's in the el- so, yeah, le- 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 elbows? Um, like obsidian or something? Like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, I'll jump off. Um, have a good rest of the show, guys. I will talk to you later. Cool, man. All right, and that was Cameron, folks. Uh, so again, I see you folks down there at the bottom, five one zero three one two. If you want to jump on, uh, press one to get in line. Uh, let's talk to. Uh, let's head out to the Midwest and talk to. Uh, to Boris in Chicago. Uh, Boris, what's happening? What up? 
Hey, what's going on? Not too much, man. I'll, what's on your mind? I'll start off with that um, greatest Royal Rumble. Uh, the date is the yeah. 27th. I'll be seeing the Avengers um, on Thursday, the 26th. But how many people will forget about what's going on with that with that Rumble in particular? Because the Avengers will uh, actually drop that day at the show. I mean, a decent amount, but it's not about it's not about live uh, uh, it's not about live views. You know, especially on a Friday at noon. I don't think right. they're counting on this thing. They're counting on people coming home Friday night. Friday afternoon after work or school and and going oh yeah right this uh, I got a notification from the network that this thing is on let's let me check this out before you know before I go to bed or, or whatever just because the same thing with like the UK tournament they just because it's on in the, in the middle of the afternoon it's uh, it's just you know a little a little different at least the UK tournament was a Saturday and Sunday. Uh, but this is a, it's a Friday. It's at the end of a work week. So, um, I, I mean, Avengers, of course. I mean, I assume you you bought your ticket, and I just read on friggin' uh, on um, on Bert, uh, uh, birthmoviesdeath.com. Is that really what the site's called? Birthmoviesdeath.com. That's not exactly. Doesn't roll off the tongue. Uh, they said they pre-sold more tickets than the last seven Marvel movies combined, which is absurd. Wow. Yeah, like remember when Black Panther two months ago? Uh, wow, Black Panther surges has the most pre-sold tickets ever, and da 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 And then Infinity War comes and blows the last seven combined out. So that's some uh, that's some. Uh, American military industrial complex shit where you <laughs> where you where you spend more you know than the next seven or ten people uh, combined. So again, of course, it's going to you know some people like yourself are going to be well, you're going like you said on Thursday, but millions of people will be going to see that movie on on that Friday. But they'll if 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 people want to see this Rumble, this greatest Rumble event, they're going to see it. It's uh, it's it's because of the because of the nature of the network. That's just what it's designed for. Keep people uh, get people on, and on demand. You know, people can be on the bus or or sitting in traffic and watch that thing if they want. <laughs> That's true. Any uh, particular matches you guys are looking forward to with Amber Moon? I guess she's on the uh, main roster probably after the shakeup. I don't particularly care. I'm not an Ember Moon fan. I'm not an Ember Moon hater by any stretch. I mean, kind of. I just don't. I, think, I just think she's corny. I just think she's a giant cornball. Um, but that could change. Sonya even asked why, why she looked like that. Sonya asked why she looked like that. I had no answers. Uh, look like what? What do you mean? What does she mean? I guess the eyes and what, like the dyed hair and the contacts and stuff. I mean, they, yeah, they never really explained. I know. I was. In, I couldn't. I couldn't have. I didn't even have an answer for it myself. Yeah. Just you know, I don't know. They never really explained her gimmick in NXT. It's just they let her character speak for itself, but it didn't say much. It's you know, you kind of had to assume like, oh well, she's kind of like a cosplay. Werewolf, vampire, you know, anime wow. 
chick. I don't know. You know, it's just. And again, I didn't care enough to really get super invested to to to, you know. And I didn't know her as Athena on the Indies, so I, I don't. Uh, yeah, she's just she's just okay. Uh, she's definitely a lot better than she was, you know, a year ago when she showed up or, you know, started getting pushed right to the top of the women's division in NXT. But I'm not. I'm just not a fan. Of, you know, whatever. So I, I'm not necessarily. I'm looking forward to her matches. She wrestles well and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm not sitting here like, ooh, I can't wait till Ember Moon faces X woman or Y woman. So I assume you have somebody in mind that you're, you're pretty excited to see her face. I just said the new call-ups because I like the um, Peyton and uh, the two, the, um, what they call Iconic? Oh, Billy and Peyton. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, the only thing I'm yeah. kind of worried about, only thing I'm kind of worried about is, you know, they coming from NXT once again. It's the the way they have to, you know, the wrestling code on the main mm-hmm. roster versus the way they was wrestling in NXT. It's, you can see the difference, you know. But yeah, I, I hope this all this time that they've spent away from NXT in the last three months because they haven't been a featured part of NXT TV in a long time. I think one of them got implants and that was a that was a reason. Um but it's it's the opposite with Ember like I like with Ember Moon. Like I don't like her personality or her look necessarily, but when she starts wrestling, like I'm all in. Like I think she's good and has a tremendous finisher and and and, and that match with Oscar uh at um maybe it was SummerSlam, whenever it was, was the best match. Uh, it was the most emotional match of the weekend. It was friggin' superb. But with the Billy and the Ks, it's just, she. they look great. They Their promo game is tremendous. But once they get in the ring, it's hard for me to, to suspend my disbelief. They would have been absolute, absolutely phenomenal in 2005, 2008. You know, if it was them versus Kelly Kelly and Candice Michelle and those women, they would have stood out hands and shoulders, head and shoulders above them because they are better athletes. They actually can wrestle. They just, they just, they don't look credible. For you know, just they don't look like like I'm not scared of them. Like I'm not scared to be in the ring with them. Like I'd be scared to get in the ring with Ember Moon. Like she'd beat me up. But you know, Billy and Peyton, like, eh, I ain't scared of them bitches. <laughs> you know, so so they're gonna have to. It's gonna be a while. I'm looking forward to to seeing them develop into credible acts, and they're a lot more credible than they were. You know, when they were, you know, getting you know first starting off, or even when they were facing Oscar a few you know six months ago or whatever in NXT, uh, eight months ago, whenever that was. So, um. Yeah, I mean, were they the women? The, the three was Billy Payton and and uh, and Ember. Did any other women yeah. come up? Just those three right now. Just those three, okay. Because I think that um, I think that's it. I don't think like Nikki Cross is going to get called up in the shakeup, uh, and I don't think anybody else is really at that point. You know, Shayna Baszler obviously just won the title, unfortunately. Um, so we'll see. 
do you think um, oh, yeah. with Roos with action first release, uh, they're really going to give him a release and um, pretty much um, just keep putting him in matches and t- making him take the pins, or he should have kept his mouth shut or something? I don't know. Cause, Who? You know, Russo. Is he is he going to get released? No, I'm saying him acting for his release. You know, they kind of got upset with him again and put him on this track of uh, taking the pins. When did he ask for his release? I, well, I did. I heard. I didn't read that he he wanted his release. That he, that's not true. That was just a rumor. I don't know. I didn't even know he did. So I, I don't know if he did not. Um, oh. Yeah. He ain't going nowhere. Like, come on. Well, we know he's not, but... I mean, you want to get released to do what? Unless he's just like, I don't want to be a wrestler anymore. It's not like he's going to go to <laughs> go to Impact or friggin' New Japan or something. I mean, he could, of course. He'd write his, he could write his own ticket pretty much anywhere in the world if you know if he had the opportunity. But I don't think he's going anywhere. I, I saw uh, he tweeted when he found... when when. The Undertaker match for Saudi Arabia got announced. He said on Twitter, bury me softly, brother. <laughs> so, you know, and that's the kind of shit I worry about with Rusev. Like, God, he's just, he's so fantastically witty and, and all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't think, uh, he he's not dumb enough to, to put himself in any, like, real jeopardy to get fired or or legit buried, like, in the doghouse with management or anything like that. I'm like, yeah, I think he's fine. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. My last question. You, you think the yeah. people like Rusev, you know, people that's unique that actually are, you know, stand kind of stand out or you give them something, they're able to take it and run with it, so to speak, like Rusev and stuff. You think it's best for them to be this way, you know, as far as they're not utilized, underutilized because if they do utilize they want utilizing correctly. You think it's just best we seeing what you know we seeing Rusev as everything they throw at him. This is the this is the best this company can do for him is just give him you know things and he just run with it because if they did push him, they wouldn't know how to push him correctly. You see what I'm saying? Well, is they this, did push him for a long time thing. and they pushed him relatively correctly. I mean, you know, he was undefeated for a year. He was in big matches. He was you know he was. T- Arguably at the top heel uh, at various uh, various times uh, 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 during his run. It's it's just a matter of time with Rusev, is, and he I think he knows. Like as long as I stay my witty, personable, likable self, and you know it's only going to build. You know, and then, and then you know they're going to be forced to push him. They're going to need. They're going to need him, and he'll be there. And, I, and I think, I think fans, I think we sometimes, you know, because we we're we're selfish and we want what we want right now. And I think these these guys and women, they they know, like, okay, I, like like I mean, imagine like the Miz three years ago when he was just floundering. He he just was not the Miz that we know today. And then, then they signed Maurice, and I don't know if it was a pride thing where he goes, well, shit, my wife's like literally on the outside of the ring watching. I got to turn things up or, or whatever. But I think wrestlers typically know, especially at the level of like a Rusev, 
Now, if you're like a Ty Dillinger or some shit, you know, you, you better keep trying and trying and trying. Not that Rusev or top folks shouldn't try. Uh, but I think they know, hey, things can be vastly different in six months. And That's my true. check isn't going to be any higher or lower um, based on, uh, you know, if I'm at the top of the card right now or not. I think they would rather, like a Rusev would probably rather get there organically. Like, hey, it's fine because when they're forced, like in the Daniel Bryan situation, when they absolutely are forced to push me in six months, eight months, a year from now, I'll benefit even more then than I would if they just stuck me in, like, some mid-card stuff, you know, like he's been kind of doing the last two, three, four months. That makes a lot so, of sense. I, I just think we as fans over over overreact when certain people aren't getting pushed or when certain people are getting pushed. It's like just uh, just give it time <laughs> because it might you know they're gonna uh, they'll be fine. And Rusev is awesome. absolutely gonna be fine. I mean, Good Lord, Lacey can't, Evans. Say what? Agree. I I I can't I can't disagree with that. You you that. Right there, that statement you just made made a lot of sense because I was on, I was teasing on the side of, like you said, the fan that just wanted now, and that whole statement just made a lot more sense. I think I could sit back down, and just let it let it build organically. And if he, yeah, push, I mean they got a lot to work with now. I mean just the last two nights with the debuts and the call ups, and then next week shake up, you know, um, we'll. I think things are going to be decent for for spring and summer. I think this is uh, with the shake up and the call ups. If they make this like a kind of spring post WrestleMania new season deal, it's a way to keep from having that post WrestleMania lull. Or you have it later. It's in May and June instead of April and May. You just kind of uh, man, this isn't a, a good start to this match. Last Daniel Bryan and AJ. I think that was a great match. I, I already, I kind, I felt that uh, Nakamura was going to interfere, which you know. I, I didn't know it was going to be Nakamura because I never see the obvious shit. That's kind of an idiot that way. But I knew I was like, because when they announced it, I was I was like, wait, 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 wait. Did I hear that right? Because I came in in the middle or kind of towards the end of Paige's. Uh, 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 promo. They were chanting, you know, this is your house. And I was like, why is she on? Uh, why is she on SmackDown? I didn't get it. And then I, then I heard like, oh shit, she's the new GM. Cool. Um, what was my point? Fuck. About the interference of uh, Nakamura. Oh, oh, I just knew there wasn't going to be a clean finish. I absolutely. I was like, there's no way because I thought the match that she booked it for Backlash or the the, the, the Saudi show. <laughs> and then they were like, then I saw the graphic, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is tonight? There absolutely cannot be a finish to this match. And there wasn't. So that was fine. And I, I mean, sometimes, you know, you absolutely need something to, a way to, a, a logical way out of a match. And last night, Nakamura, that was so good. We haven't even talked about Nakamura yet. He was great. You know, him losing, I expected him to lose at Mania. I called it. Uh, 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 I was on Twitter, you know, teasing folks. 
um, when he did lose, like, told you? Like, like, come on. Like, stop it. But the heel turn, great. The next night, or a SmackDown with R- Renee Young, oh, my God, so good. I love His first. His Wait. first response before the no, you know, no speak of the English was, you know, when he goes, I, I don't know what came over me. I, I think I just got too emotional. Uh, I'm so sorry what I did to AJ, <laughs> wink. Oh, my God. That made that one promo, that minute or 45 seconds got me more excited to see Nakamura than I have been since the night he debuted against Sami Zayn three years ago. Two years ago, whenever yeah. that was, so good, so good. He's going to be a great heel if if his if 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 Tuesday's any indication. And then the and two they, ball shots on AJ last night. Oh, so I said he's trying to keep AJ from having any more redneck children. <laughs> just, and the, just, and just, and it's just the way good. he's doing, it. and it's the way he's doing. It. If you notice, of course, he has a hook to it. Mm-hmm. He's so much more interesting now. So much more interesting. It makes me want to. And then after me. that whole promo, to turn around and go, sorry, no speak of the English. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ah, uh, uh, yeah. I wonder who so well him. I wonder how. He, what you see? See how the turn of turn of a dime. I wonder who let him go. You know, let just you know get let yeah. him go to do. I wonder who said, okay, let's let him do it. Just let him do him for it. Was, maybe it was a Cena, John Cena on the bus rapping kind of kind of uh, instance where somebody just saw him backstage being a scum, not a scumbag, like a jerk to somebody, but just like being like, maybe he was telling a story like, oh, one time in Japan, and then he goes into like the details of like a rib that got pulled or, or anything, and somebody went, wait a second, number one, this guy speaks as clear English, like the first promo, the first part of the interview with Renee, when he talks about, ah, I don't know what came over me. Uh, I think I just got too emotional. I was like, why hasn't he been talking like this? And I don't mean in the heelish way. I mean in cadence and 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 under and le- not legibly. That's uh, writing intelligibly, I guess. Whatever. I was like, why hasn't he been talking like this the last two years? They pretend like he's just this fresh off the boat, ah, sorry, sorry, no speaking of English kind of guy. When it's like, oh, he got his point across perfectly clear in a concise minute, minute long interview. And, you know, I wasn't straining to, to try to hear what he was saying or understand his broken English. It was just, yeah. So I think he, I think a writer or somebody, in, High enough up to make a make an impact might have heard him telling the story or or just I don't know I just don't understand why this came out why they just let him all of a sudden uh, not the heel part that's that's just creative stuff but why the talking like he seems to have been clearly produced for the last year and a half since he's been yeah. in WWE and NXT to talk like a fresh off the boat you know. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, just talk like Oscar. She talks super slow when she's in, speaking English, and it's just begging to get what chance or, or 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 you know anything like that. Like you can't 
have that cadence and then expect wrestling fans to to stick with that and not be scumbags and mock you or 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 tune or flat out tune out and just go ah she can't cut promos I'm 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 gonna go get some popcorn or or, or think about something else so um yeah but oh, as far wonder, as Shinsuke goes yeah just thumbs I wonder so what he was saying weird. I was wondering what he was saying when he turned heel at WrestleMania he was kicking him he was he was he was saying something. <laughs> I wish we had Spike come on the show and tell us exactly what he was saying. Was yeah. he cussing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you speak Japanese or understand Japanese, I should say. Um, and if he was yeah. actually, it could have been gibberish. You never know. Right. But it, it helped. <laughs> you it know, it could have just been nonsense words. You know, because it really added to it. Because you've never seen him, you know, that out. You know, that emotional. You know, whatever you call yeah. that with the, you know, with the the body language. Of course, with the noises, Yo, too. He was you know, pissed. Yeah. When he was so kicking I, AJ I, out of the really ring much. after the match was over and all that stuff, that was awesome. Like, playing off of his, like, uh, that thing he does when he puts his foot on you and goes, ah. You know, playing off of that but doing it in just such a jerky way. It was, yeah. It was, and, 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 and because it was AJ, somebody that we all, you know, like and respect, oh. it just made it it just made it all Instant the better. Heel. Instant heel. Just like they booed him yesterday. But uh, thanks. So, cool, man. Talk to you. Uh, Boris from Chicago, everybody. All right, let's uh, do another one of these emails, and we'll go to Willis after that. Uh, Jabron, oh, I think I skipped this one from last week. So this was Jabron's email from last week. Uh, what up, fellas? Three questions for y'all this week, last week. What are the chances we get a surprise return or call up this Sunday? I think it would. I think if there, uh, wait. I think if there is a call up, it'll be during the Andre Battle Royal. Um, did we get anybody? So Matt Hardy won, and there were. I don't think there were any NXT folks. In that match, I turned it on. I turned the show on. The match, the, the battle royal was already in process, in progress. I think there had been a, a, an elimination or two already, and it was just a pre-show, obviously. So it was just kind of on in the background. I didn't pay a ton of ton of attention until the last four, you know, Corbin and Matt and 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 whatever, whoever else was there. Um. So, yes, obviously that didn't happen, or at least I don't remember. Uh, second one, uh, who do y'all think will overall have the better show? And wait, who will have the better show and match quality this week, NXT or WrestleMania? Um, I think I would have probably said WrestleMania, just because it's WrestleMania. And even after seeing both, NXT was a fantastic show. And you've already heard me say, Five times that WrestleMania was was a good, a decent to good show. Like it was, it was all right. But because it's WrestleMania, I still just think as a show, it's just it's always going to get a certain level of uh, a certain bonus for being WrestleMania. Like unless it's just absolute trash, WrestleMania is going to get. So much benefit of the doubt because it's just like this is why we're here. 
we're not here for NXT. Like, or not, I mean, we might be, and I'm sure a lot of fans were, but, like, we're, uh, you know, we, we're, we're, it's WrestleMania, not NXT Mania, or whatever, you know what I'm saying. And number three, after this match that Ronda Rousey has on Sunday, what do y'all think her next, what do you think is next for her, and what can they do with given the fact that she's still new to wrestling? Um... Well, obviously, let's see, Monday they had her, you know, beat up uh, Stephanie some more, hurt her arm. So I have to assume she's going to be feuding with Stephanie McMahon and Triple H proxies. Uh, oh, shit, the the women's battle royal. Yeah, I, I, Kavita DeVee finally got called up, or at least for, for that. I thought that was worth noteworthy. Like, I've been... Uh, I've been a fan of her since the damn May Young tournament. And not that I think she's, like, really, really good because she's really green. Um, but because of her size, you know, she's, you know, damn near, you know, she's probably, what, 6'2", and she got some uh, got some weight on her. She could be, she could, you know, she could do something. She, uh... So, but again, I don't know if this was just a, hey, come in for this battle royal and, you know, then we'll send you back to that performance center or wherever she's been since last summer, last uh, May Young Classic. Um, but, yeah, uh, Darrell says no call-ups in, that, in the men's battle royal, in the Andre battle royal, so, okay. But I think in the women's one, besides Kavita DeVee, Dakota Kai was there, um... Maybe I think Kyrie Sane was in there too, but again, no one that we didn't. Ex- to me, the only one that was a surprise was Kavita DeVee. because we've seen Dakota Kai on NXT. Uh, you know, she's been in the storyline with 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 uh, getting her arm arm broken uh, by Shayna Baszler and uh, that kind of thing. So I think. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with Kavita DeVee. I I really like her. I just because she's a big woman, six two. She's probably a solid two twenty. Like I think probably easy. Um, just interested to see what they do with a woman that size. That's not Nia Jax. Like Nia Jax is 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 big, is wide and round and voluptuous. Like Kavita DeVee just towers over all the women. So I'm excited to see. I don't think she's as big as uh, no, because she was six nine. Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay, uh, what's her face? Who was Elosia on NXT season three? Who only lasted a week? Who I still follow on Instagram? Who just had a baby? Or not just, but she's got a new kid. Um, so it was interesting, you know, that she's not going to be. She's not six nine and completely towering over everybody. But you know, at six two, six three, it, you know, she's still very much head and shoulders above the rest of the division and I'm interested to see how they how if they bring her in and how they push her um where she goes if it's if it's uh if she first has a more solid or more substantial run on or any run on NXT and uh yeah so thanks Jabron for that one and we'll go to your one for this week this week Jabron says uh first we waited First off, we waited for fucking weeks for this Undertaker versus Cena match and had to watch Cena talk week after week about Taker 
and we got a five-minute tra- five trash match with Cena not doing anything in the match. So I'll call it now. We get a rematch next with Cena saying some shit like he was not actually ready or some bullshit like that. I hope not. I don't want to see a rematch. You're right, weeks after week after week, but whatever. After that first week, it was just kind of like, whatever, the shock of him calling Undertaker lazy and a selfish or whatever kind of was over, and, and the next two weeks was just more of the same. My issue with Cena is, <laughs> with his excuse, he could be like, hey, I was like four or five beers deep. You know, what would you expect? Like, yeah, Undertaker, you beat a drunk, buzzed, a buzzed John Cena. Would you know? Catch me when I'm sober. Uh, number two from Jabron. What would y'all think? Rank this year's WrestleMania stage. I think it's probably the dopest one they've had in the past five years. Orlando's was good. It was a good one as well. But you can tell someone put a lot of thought into this year's stage. Yeah. So there were certain shots of the setting, of the stage, stage set, that looked exactly like 2010 Zack Ryder with the spiky hair and the stupid glasses. Like, go to the Torch East Coast cast uh, Instagram page, and Cam took a picture um, of the set, like when they, when, when, you know, when they first got there or whatever. And it was, oh, it was when Undertaker was coming out. So it was like super dark, but the stage and the the, the design was lit. And it looks just like, uh, it looks just like, damn, I need to watch that AOP promo back with Paul Ellering back to see how they did that. Uh, but yeah, stage it was really, really well done. Even when I wasn't looking at seeing Zack Ryder, it was very, it was very pretty. I, I liked the logo, the WrestleMania. Like, like I didn't like, I liked the one from New Orleans four years ago, but the, the triple X is, it's just kind of hack to me. Like you know, like I would have rather it been like three zero. And not because triple X sex or anything like porno or anything like that. Just because, you know, it's triple X movies, triple X, you know, tag team, that kind of thing. It just wasn't, uh, just wasn't my bag. Um, but this year's was really well done. Even the logo, the digital logo, WrestleMania that they had, and it looked like sequins. I, I thought, like, this is. It was really, really well done. So yeah, somebody got got whoever uh, whoever designed that thing. You know, they should probably get a little little bump, little bump ski in their check for for having such a sweet sweet design. Uh, next from Gibran with the superstar sh- shack up. <laughs> I love fucking with Gibran in this. I'll be hoping he's uh um um. Uh, 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 talking to talk to text sometimes because you know I uh, talk to text it takes it all get it all weird. Uh, but with the superstar shakeup coming next Monday, who do you think will be moved to a different brand, and who do you think should be moved to get a fresh start on a different brand? Also, with all the NXT call ups, who do y'all believe have the better 
will have the better run on the main roster. Okay, so out of the four NXT call-ups we've gotten, Iconic Duo, AOP, um, Ember Moon, and wait, Iconic Duo, AOP, Ember Moon, and the Conga Line, and No Way Jose. I think No Way Jose probably has the 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 the, the, the uh, shortest ceiling. Uh, on where he could go, just because of the nature of his gimmick, I think he's because he could possibly sell a lot of stuff, but I don't see him have going getting too high up on the card. But that doesn't—that's not really what you're asking. You're asking who has the better run, because even though he never made it high up on the card, you could argue Santino had one of the one of the best runs of any non-main event WWE talent. He made a ton of money just in merchandise alone. Not in, not even talking about his you know regular downside check. Just uh, just in 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 the stuff he sold, especially that first two years he was around. He was you know he was fantastic. They gave him that segment every week. Yeah, he was. Um, but probably best run, better run, better run. I don't know if I see a ton of. You know, because they're a tag team, and just historically with 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 WWE and and tag teams, I'm not sure how far AOP could go. But again, in your your question is who has just the best run, and that's just you know obviously hard to predict. But I'm going to say Billy and uh, and Peyton Royce because they're at right now they can have the have run together for a year or two or three, and then they will break up. And either feud together, or they have two distinct personalities, and they can uh, be a decent, decent singles ex. Which I mean, they are, but you know. Uh, now that Bobby Lashley has made his debut, are we looking at Langley versus Brock? Lashley versus Brock in the near future? I don't know. If Brock only signed for a match or two. I don't think. Lashley's going to be is going to be uh, high up on that. Uh, I don't know if they if they sacrifice Lash Brock like, hey, on your way out, could you put this guy over? Like, uh, I don't know if there's enough time, and if that would even, yeah, I don't know if that's what Bobby needs. Uh, but he says, I think that ma- if that match does happen, it'll be at SummerSlam. Uh, give that. Give that, given that's the next real big pay-per-view. Yeah, no, that's a good point. If, um, But it's so far away, and who knows what he's going to be training for come mid-August, you know, as far as UFC goes. If you'd have said Backlash or the May pay-per-view, I might have still disagreed, but I, I would probably be more inclined to go, yeah, sure, why, why the hell not? Um I don't know how you get there. If 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 say Brock drops the title in Saudi Arabia to Roman, he just goes on to face Lashley at you know sometime this summer, or even at SummerSlam. Like you're what you'd what you'd want. Like he doesn't want a rematch for his Universal title. 
you know, how do they get out of that? So, I don't know if that's in the cards, Lashley, uh, Brock. Uh, certainly if this was 2004, or, wait, when was Lashley around? He was around in, like, 07. That's when the, 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 the I think that was the year of his match with Umaga and Donald Trump stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think that's in the cards. All right. Thanks for that, Jabron. And and uh, uh, Liam from the UK, uh, YT, he says, uh, Trav and Cam, hope you both had a great weekend and, enjoy- and enjoyed NXT and WrestleMania. I'm not fully up to date with Mania Fallout, so instead I want to ask a question about Mania 33. So, last year. Uh, why do you think Vince McMahon hated the Jericho Owens match? I was quite surprised when I saw this on the Owens 365 show on the network, as it seemed a fine match. Any ideas? Uh, that's all I've got this week, but I look forward to listening to the show. Um, oh, it says Cheers, YT9. YT stands for stands for Whitey, my surname, his last name. Uh, Young Toffee, I think Cam said, made me laugh. No, that was me. I come up with all the cool nicknames. That's 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 what I do. So, uh, thanks, Young Toffee. Appreciate that. Um, I have no idea. It was, it was. I was just like you when, uh, like, I think we had heard after the match that Vince wasn't a fan, but it wasn't until that 365 came out and we got to see, obviously, with our own eyes and Vince's reaction, like, and then and then Owens's reaction, like, you know, I have no idea what I could have done better. I mean, we went out there, it fit into the, it fit the story that they had been telling, you know, uh, up to that point, the best friends, you know, turned, you know, enemies kind of stuff, and then they went out and had a really good match. So Vince is a fickle bitch. That's really the only way I can uh, describe it. He's a fickle. He probably just didn't see enough muscles in that match. You know, like, ah, this fat guy and this guy with the caved-in chest makes my penis soft. So I mean I, I really don't know. I I I think it comes it would probably come down to something as basic and petty as he didn't like the aesthetics of that match, meaning their physiques and build because it was a perfectly fine match uh, 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 capped off that capped off a did they have a match later? Cause I don't even I, yeah I think because didn't Jericho win at WrestleMania and then. Owens won like the next month or something. I don't really remember. But, uh, yeah. Appreciate that, Liam. Uh, Young Toffee in the building. And last non-VIP email from Anthony from Cali with the giant font. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) Why your font so big? (laughs) Pause. (laughs) Um, Hello guys, this is Anthony in California First off, I'd like to say it was nice meeting Cam and Rich in New Orleans over the weekend Hope to do it again next year in New York Uh, I'm writing today specifically about SmackDown and the future of that show Uh, But first, I've got to ask Am I the only one who thought about the scene from Harlem Nights Whenever 
whenever when it, when Charlotte's pyro went off, I don't know how it came across on TV, but everyone else had these thunderous pyros with loud booms, and Charlotte looked like she had sparklers. I just thought it was funny. Okay, I didn't understand where you were going with that. Like, how did Charlotte's entrance remind you of Harlem Harlem Nights? <laughs> topics I want to discuss for this week. Uh, one, I've been on the same band, bandwagon with Travis uh, in that I really hope Finn goes to SmackDown, turns heel, and feuds with AJ. What do you guys feel is his likelihood of that happening, and do you trust w, WWE to correctly book a feud of that magnitude? Well, I think things change now with, um, I think, I mean, not uh, completely. That definitely could still happen. I think I'd be super excited to see it. Uh, but just the way Mania was booked, there's no hints of a heel turn for Finn. Not that he can't get go to the uh, go to the Smack go to SmackDown next week in the shakeup, and then by SummerSlam is is a heel feuding with AJ. That that could absolutely be be the be the case and be the scenario that they go with. Um, but I'm not as convinced as I, or not convinced. I was never convinced because I don't know. It's just a hope. But I'm not as uh, excited for that. I that the idea of him showing up to Mania or showing up to SmackDown as I was a month ago, two months ago. Um, yeah. But I, I still would like to see it, and I don't. Uh, as far as WWE crew, do I trust them to correctly book that feud? I don't correct. I don't trust them to correctly book a lot. So, I, I, yeah, probably not. Number two, am I the only one who feels WWE doesn't like money? <laughs> AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan should have avoided contact until a pay per view. I understand it was a non finish, but I feel with the proper build, that match has is a license to print money. Do you have any faith that they'll revisit this at a later date? What's a proper build, or do you foresee them having a rematch? Or do you foresee them having a rematch on a random SmackDown? I don't think I, I don't see either. I think this was a means to an end. Uh, as far as you know, getting out of that match, having uh, or, 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 or having that match because they knew they weren't going to have a finish, and it was just to get Nakamura over. Um, as 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 heel, I don't know if they can come back to it and build it up like uh, like a major, you know, at SummerSlam or something. And because of what you said, like, well, we already saw like twelve minutes of pretty hard hitting, you know, action. 
saw a bunch of bumps and you know, nobody hit their finish, no styles clash, no 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 running knee or anything like that, but still the the luster is off and that's because they're both baby faces, that's that's kind of what you would you would need. I don't think you can uh you can. I just don't think it's as impactful if they try to build that up now or in two months for for pay per view. Maybe if they did it in two months, maybe or maybe if it was saved for the end of the year, they could re- revisit. But, um, but I don't think they'll have just a, another random match on SmackDown or anything like that. Uh, number three, uh, finally, with the Superstar Shakeup coming, what big moves do you guys predict or want to happen? Thanks, guys. Look forward to listening this weekend. Yeah, Anthony, appreciate the uh, the email. Uh, don't be a stranger. And um, superstar shakeup predictions. I'll stick with Finn going to SmackDown. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they did a second title swap like they've done, like they did last year. If uh, Gender goes to Raw, because he really needs. He needs different people to feud with. Like, if you're going to keep him on TV and with a title and then prominently featured, then, God damn it, get him away from Randy Orton, get him away from fucking Bobby Roode, you know, and have him go and do some something else with a new, fresh roster of folks to, to do it with. Um, so I'm going to stick with, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go Rollins, and uh and gender uh flip um i i i i guess i guess Finn and I want the whole Balor club because that's really the only way it works if they all him finn Finn and Anderson and gallows then who you know who does raw get so that's uh that's uh that's the interesting part. Yeah, I don't um have a ton of predictions because but you did say also what we want. So, uh yeah, I, that's what I want. I want to see Finn and the and the Balor Club on SmackDown. And I want them obviously to to, to turn heel and, and and feud with AJ. I've been on that for a while now. So, again, appreciate that, Anthony. Don't be a stranger. And let's uh Go back to the phone lines. And, uh, ah, 312 put their hand up. 312, uh, who's this? Where are you from? What up? It's Sean from Chicago, man. What's good? What's happening, Sean? Yeah, I wanted to make it an all Chicago show. You know me, it's a lot of Chicago input. So, uh, yeah, let's keep it going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, um, yeah, I, I had a question about. I was think I was listening to the show and I was thinking about um, Roman Reigns going to Saudi Arabia and it being an all male crowd and everything. What are the chances he actually gets a bad reaction there? What if it actually gets around? <laughs> oh that, I, I mean, I'm that. just I just assume you know big foreign. Cr- 
crowd, yeah. and they're just that doesn't get you know not like England or they get to see us you know WWE twice a year, got the network, all that stuff, big time, smart uh, 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 <laughs> part of the fan base. <laughs> Yo, if he gets booed in Saudi Arabia, it it's quite possible. Over now, are you just saying that because of the idea? It's like Scheidenfurter, or or you have like some kind of insight, real insight to why he would get booed in, in Saudi? I'm just well, I, I was listening to the show and I heard you guys just talking about it, and it hit me because you you said all male. I was like, huh? Males don't really like him. Well, like Saudi Arabia, they don't, you know, older they don't allow women to like have fun and do things. So, well, right, but that's just just it though. If if Roman's whole influence yeah. is just women and children, he's in a lot of trouble in American Western women and children. Yeah, but these these guys there, I I just don't see them. It, they watch WrestleMania, maybe. If they watch WrestleMania, if they watch Raw or anything, if they have any outside fluence coming in. Roman Reigns might be the heel again because of what they see. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah I, uh, I mean, I'm not hoping that on him, but God, that would be amazing. <laughs> that it would, would just I'd, I'd, just I'd because I think it. they would go. Okay, it's over. We're done with you, Roman Reigns. Uh, as a baby face, I mean, not like you're fired, but like, uh, whew. Like yourself. I, I think I think they might yeah. honestly I, I think uh to be to be honest, I was thinking about uh, you know, you heard, I don't know if you heard, but there was supposedly a fight between Vince and uh Brock backstage after yeah. WrestleMania. Supposedly threw the title at him or some shit. Yeah. Um I mean, but again, I that was all that. like a part of like Vince tr- supposedly working the boys. Backstage, like apparently he put he had his entire marketing team put all this stuff together for Roman, like post Mania Universal Champion Roman, and then it didn't even happen. So he like worked his marketing department, he worked agents, I guess. And again, I don't know how much is this, is this of this is true. I don't know the reporting on it. I don't know if uh, what Meltzer or Powell or Keller or anybody had to say about it far as like real credible credibly sourced uh stuff or even like uh a, 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 a give him credit um what's his name johnson over at uh pro wrestler insider he has good scoops and insight a lot of times too um so i'm not privy so so i didn't listen to like observer radio or or and and the katie vick is alive the live show was the post mania show where I think mm-hmm. they might have, or yeah, it was like the next night where I think they might have mentioned it, but didn't go into any details. So I think they were kind of working with the same information, you know, you or I know those initial reports. And a lot of people like blew those off because it was from like news with three with three Z's type sites was reporting it. So people were like, whatever, yeah. this <laughs> didn't happen. And Thank then you. it turns out like, oh shit, now credible sources are saying, no, no, it was. It got contentious and, you know, that kind of shit, so. I wouldn't doubt that it was real because the last Brock, let's say that was Brock's last match and it was all over. The last match he had where he left and went to UFC or left and went somewhere else was bad with Goldberg. 
So I, I could see him being real pissed and going at Vince and saying, hey, man, what you're doing ain't working and throwing a title at him. I could see Brock doing that pretty easily. Yeah. I don't. Well, I, that's what I don't understand. Like, why? Why would Brock all of a sudden care about that kind of shit? Like, as long as you get it is. as long as Brock Lesnar's check clears, I think that's all he cares about. Why, but, do, why, I mean, why does but, he care about what if Roman Reigns' character is or isn't working? I, I think he cares about this awful, Vince. You don't give a fuck. Man. He don't care. He's like Roman uh, 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 Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, and that. In that in that regard, like pin me, pay me. Like, I don't I don't care. Do what y'all want. I want to get him over at my expense. Get me over at his whatever. That check clear. That's all I give a fuck about. So. Right. Okay. Another another thing about the uh, I don't I don't know how much of NXT takeover you watch. Like I watched the pre-show, like maybe uh, the last ten minutes of the pre-show, and they had Johnny Gargano's wife on. And uh, her, she had to act, and they just kept the camera on her way too long, and they did a really bad job at it, and she did a bad job because she had to over-emote and do it all over again. When they asked her how brutal it would be, she just didn't say anything. And I just find they were obnoxious, to be honest. I can't take her and Johnny Gargano's interaction so much. How, do you think that other people will just might be, become exhausted at her always being kind of hitched to him when it's important or what? No, uh, I don't like Candice LeRae as as a wrestler. Like I didn't like like her in the May Young Classic at all. Like, who is this lady? Like get out of here. She sucks. And then she was fine physically, like in the ring. Chris yeah. and like she's clearly a pro, and I've heard her name, you know, you know, for a decade now. Like she's a competent, accomplished wrestler. I just didn't like her act. I didn't like her smile, her look. I didn't like her her, 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 her body language in the ring. I didn't like. I just you know, just that happens. Just people don't, you know, they just don't click with you. Um, and it was more the reaction she got, like, "Oh, this Candice LeRae, wow!" And I was like, "Wow, what?" Like, okay, this 110 pound woman came out there and and lost a match, and you're fucking going nuts over her? So that was the kind of stuff I didn't really. uh, But her as Gargano's wife? Oh, I've enjoyed her every step of the way. I've enjoyed, yeah, like her coming out there and and getting and mixing it up with Zelina Vega? Awesome. Her coming out uh, uh, at the end of uh, um, TakeOver uh, at the Rumble when he. Cracked him in the back on the, on the stage after his loss, and her consoling Johnny, awesome. And then her today, I mean, she's his wife, and she's a wrestler, so she gets it. Like you know, it's one of those we train together, live together, you know, sleep together, literally, kind of uh, yeah. kind of things. And I think it's endearing. I think I like her so much better as his as his side uh, than I do as her uh, as a full-time active women, uh, wrestler in the women's division. I, I think they're I think they're very cute together. That's not the problem. It's too cute. You know, like, I mean, I, I just hope they keep them separate enough. Like, I don't want to see him ringside at her matches unless, uh, you know, there's, this, there's like a group of women trying to attack and he just stands in the way. That's it. You know, something like that. But it's just, it's a lot. It's been a lot of them. And for good reason, but I just hope they part ways because I do think she's got a little something in the ring. I don't think she's great, but I think that 
them being tied together so strongly all the time. They're married, <laughs> and she works for the same company he does. I mean, <laughs> I don't understand why that's the why that's the problem. I mean, it's, they get on TV a few times, like once a month. You know, I don't. They're not Mary yeah. Maurice. I mean, just she could stay away from a little bit. Go, go have a match. She's a wrestler. Go wrestle. But she's know, not in his corner. She, it's not like she's. <laughs> I, I, that's what I don't understand. She's. She, we see her when it's necessary, when it's appropriate, when he's either really down in the dumps and needs his wife, or when he's super happy and needs his wife. You know, and wants to celebrate with his wife. I don't. I don't find that at all annoying or, or too much or any any of those adjectives or anything. And, uh, well, okay, well, my last thing was uh, I've been meaning to ask you guys for like a month now. I know they were bringing a lot of people in, a lot of people of uh, different ethnic backgrounds and all that. And I want to know, would you personally, you know, I guess this is fantasy booking, would you personally start a new nation of domination? No. Didn't like the nation? No, they were fine. I don't need to see it try to be redone. In 2018. Oh, shit, War Machine. Wow. War Machine just debuted on NXT. And they're firing the uh, Sabatelli, uh, Moss Sabatelli versus the Heavy Machinery match. And they're going after both teams, so they're not, like, you never know. You don't know. I'd like to... uh... Uh, what do you think they should do with, like, Street Profits? I thought, like, maybe a new nation or something akin to the Nation of Domination would be a good way to tie in different acts. You're just asking, I mean, it'd be really crazy. You're just asking. They could get you're in asking. It. You're begging people to, like, just be pissed and, uh, mm, so should everything got to be about race? Because, you know, I'm assuming, yeah. but I, you're a black guy, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay, I, that's what I thought. So it's <laughs> <My> like <man>. we <laughs> it's as black guy answer. <laughs> as as black men understand, yeah, but the world we live in, it is all about race. Like <laughs> we can't help yeah. it. Like I'm sorry, average Joe white guy, that your life isn't dominated by trying to make white people comfortable. Right? And as a black man, you understand yeah. it's our job somehow to make white people comfortable. We have to let them know we're not here to rob or rape or steal. Hey, I know how, like, walking down the street and it's dark and late and there's, like, a, 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 a white woman, like, in the vicinity. Yeah. I'm coughing, <clears throat> stepping on leaves, crunching sticks just to let her know, hey, I'm not trying to sneak up on you. You know, that shouldn't be on me to make her feel comfortable, yeah. you know, because in her, who knows what's going on. She might be like, what's wrong with this guy? What's wrong? Get a damn lozenge, buddy. But most of the time, you, you know, you know that feeling. So. Yeah. It, I live in so an all-white uh, town. Okay. So if anybody knows. Yeah. I mean, I live in Austin now. I, I, you know, it's only I 6% of us know. Uh, in, in this city. So, And I go to brunch. And, every, it was Cam every so often. And it's just, you know bunch of mimosa sipping, uh, you know, white folks around, and it's just, but anyway, it's, but that's going to be the response, ooh, you got to bring race and everything, because that's the fucking world we live in, do you not pay attention, we got a racist douchebag, you know, we got Jeff Sessions as the attorney general, who would love to bring back Jim Crow laws if he could, (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, like what the fuck? Everything yeah. is about sorry, sorry that that you don't think, you know live in this paradigm. But so it, you're just inviting massive amounts of criticism from. Uh, yeah, I don't know about massive. I mean, the from, new day gets away no. with not gets away with, but like the new day does a really good job and stuff. And I think we're missing out on just being able to recreate that faction with, especially with the heel Roman filling in for the rock. I would love to see that. I would. And then you like you bring up like the street profits or something like that. They don't have to be overly black. That's the good part about it because new day wearing <laughs> unicorn stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so that, that would be the good part about it. They would know how to, um, uh, balance it out, and it wouldn't be crazy. And you can get like Big Cass in there. You know, they'd have other members. I think Big Cass would be a really good member to have in there. You know, well, of a, of a new uh, uh, for Rusev too. <laughs> so he'd be what Crush or Owen Hart in the nation? <laughs> Owen Hart. He'd be Owen Hart. Wait a second! <laughs> you would have had this fucking Staten Island, Long Island, and more. Let me talk more shit about Long Island. Those. My fucking guts hurt. You know, you had that MAGA hat wearing fucking right wing piece of shit <laughs> in a in a new that's, nation. That's, but see, that's God that's man. what would be so good about it. Even he could be. No, in it nation. wouldn't. Why not? I turn that Why shit off. Why would he be in the nation? Owen Hart was in it. Not as right. Owen Hart didn't have a history like of being fucking. You know, having uh, having just an absolutely flawed, bullshit fucking set of ide- ideals and ideology. Or at least that I knew of. Everybody loved fucking Owen Hart. Not fucking him, but everybody loved Owen Hart. <laughs> Man, yeah, I'm sure people like Cash, like but, you know, he ain't beloved. So, no, hell I, I, I just think I'd, I'd make a run of it. I, you know, or I, he I could be in the I nation wearing the MAGA hat, and it'd just be like, uh, what the hell? <laughs> that would be, that would be great. He in the nation that with a Kente cloth, uh, with a daishiki <laughs> on and a MAGA hat. With uh, throwing up, the MAGA a, throwing up be, a fist. It, it'd be a koofy. A MAGA koofy? A red MAGA koofy. Oh, my Tell God. Tell me that wouldn't be dope, though. I think Tell I'm, I'm you're dope. selling me on this gimmick now, Sean. <laughs> I'm saying. A red MAGA koofy, and he's tall as shit. I mean, come on, man. You know, come on. He's so tall and Rusev. Yeah. Uh, put one on Rusev, too. It ain't in English. Why not? We just need good wrestlers right, in there. See, now I'm you just, just talking about like, the talent. <laughs> I just want to see the talent and a really good uh, heel faction do what they do because they destroyed the Wyatts. I don't know why they did. They put them over, over the shield, and then they just kind of let them go to the wayside with John Cena burying Bray Wyatt, literally. Oh, man. Red Maga Koofy. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, man. I'm telling you, that would be a good faction, especially if he had that that goofy. Well, not no problem with that at all. You definitely watch it then, because you'd be mad. And but you, yeah, I'm all in. It. I might buy a red mega goofy. Like, <laughs> swear to God. <laughs> all right, man, we're running out of show. We gotta go, man. All right, uh, but can I real real okay. quick? Uh, I want to plug yeah, the show that's coming up. Uh, okay, um, this Saturday, April fourteenth. Uh, we got a there's a, a King of the Cage No Escape. Uh, it's going to be a Gold Country Casino in Orville, California, uh, <clears throat> just a little bit down the road from where uh, um, Aaron Rodgers grew up, Chico, California. If you guys don't know, um, it's starting at 7 p.m. on MAV TV. 
uh, on DirecTV, it's channel 200 or something. I forgot. I think it's like 210. But uh, I'll be covering that for AccordingToSources.com and MMA Torch. So I want everybody to check that out. Uh, I'll be giving out free T-shirts uh, of the Torch, uh, MMA Torch. Uh, I haven't given permission for that, but I will. I'll see what's up. It's I, hard to see that they'd say no, but, uh, yeah, everybody should check that out. And uh, I sent the information to and Cam, too, so. Bet. I was just going to say, uh, get get it to him, and he could post it and promote it and all that. Uh, you did in the chat room uh, remind uh, Bianca Belair and uh, uh, the Brazilian Conti chick made it to that. Yeah, Conti's uh, awful. Conti is awful. I feel like if I got in the ring with her, I'd break my neck and I'd be paralyzed. Like I straight higher boost myself. She's oh that my bad, God. dude. She's terrible. Okay. Have you seen her wrestle? She I mean, in nothing the, in the like Young what? Classic, and she wasn't good. But you know, they 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 were able to. You know, they had five minute matches, and she was out after round one. So, you know, she wasn't in anything real high profile. Man, she. I don't think she should be in there, man. <laughs> she's pretty bad. She's pretty bad. But yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Stay, pay attention to chat, man. I'm in chat uh, when you guys go on live. So it's like you and be there. There, nobody fuck with the chat room anymore. I don't be. I so I'm gonna invite some people over. We'll see what we can do. Get it cracking. But uh, yeah, you you have a good one. Uh, I'll be listening to the uh, VIP show also. So y'all take it easy. All right, man. Thanks for calling. Don't be a stranger. All right. Sean from Chicago. All right, let's uh, run through these last two calls real quick. Let's uh, bring Willis on. Willis, what's happening? I'm good. I've been telling y'all all along that Roman is a crybaby scumbag, and that shit just showed Friday, <laughs> Monday night, and, and Samoa Joe came out there. That's a conspiracy against me. All, uh, uh, and Samoa Joe came out there Monday night and pulled all his fucking punk cards and made him look more stupid than he was before he opened his mouth in the promo. Samoa Joe just destroyed Roman Reigns in that promo. It's it's like, I don't know if Roman did something to somebody in the back, or pissed somebody off or said something the wrong way, but they sure is not portraying him as being anybody stand up, because he sound like, uh, old bitch worrying about somebody else's goddamn paycheck and what's going right. on. Right. That's what I didn't understand. Like, why are you caring about who resigned? If he resigned or not, what that got to do with you? Because it was, the, and the only way it makes any sense is if you're completely blowing up the formula and you're like, yeah, this is a perform. I mean, you know, like just blatantly, like this is fake. It was my turn with the belt, and he was supposed to go to UFC, and it was supposed to be my turn. That's, the, that's how that. That's exactly how that sounded. Like you're bitter because it was your turn and he didn't resign. And again, like somebody said earlier, like you got another shot and didn't even have to do anything to get another shot three weeks later. Like that's that quit being a crybaby. It almost sounds like he's scared to get back in the ring with Brock. And once he said he found out that he was in a steel cage with him, it's all like he don't even want to even be in the match. <laughs> so I just don't understand it. He's supposed to come out with a rah rah. Well, I got my ass whooped. I'm gonna be my best to try to get the title. But nah, it it sounds like some old um high school girls 
bullshit. Uh, I'm not popular no more because of Mandy C, the told this and that to the other. Man, he just come out right. like a punk. Just, no, uh, I, I can't. I can't disagree. And I don't see how anybody can really actually cheer for him the way he carried himself because he didn't even look like. He looked like he was about to cry on the middle of the stage at one point because he even did the, the sniffles at one point. I'm like, oh, they going to have Roman cry on the TV? I'm like, oh, man, don't be like your cousin mad crying every five minutes. I'm like, man. <laughs> Who, who's his cousin? Yeah. Who, Nia Jackson? Mm-hmm, yep. Oh. So um, I'm like, man, other than that, I enjoyed WrestleMania for what it was. It they had a little yeah. bit bumps in the road here and there. I like NXT, too, but I know people pissed about the Braun Strowman thing and the little kid, but this was just, to me, this was just a test that if Braun could get a little kid over in a couple of hours and have them cheering for the little boy at the main event at WrestleMania, which nobody cared about, Braun, can, Braun would be okay with whatever they do to him. So that's how I feel about that situation. Yeah. But other than that, that's it for me. All right, man. Appreciate the call. All right. Willis from D.C. All right. Let's go to final call. Talk to Darrell uh, down in Georgia. Darrell, you telling me you don't want a red MAGA koofy? <laughs> he can put <laughs> he can put that wax in. He can put that shit on to spice up his his character himself. I don't want no <laughs> bunch of white guys with a mix with black guys to recreate the nation. That would be so totally like, disrespectful. Right, you because you know Owen Hart or Crusher, whoever was in the nation at first. But then he just started naming Russes and this guy. Like, wait a second, Sean, you can't. Is this a new nation or like birth of a nation? Like what was happening? Like I don't, I don't, I don't get what's happening. It ain't even birth of a nation. Um, we well, take the first over. one, the one from like 1912. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the book. Yeah, like That's the book. <laughs> yeah, they finna take over. <laughs> they finna take over what black people done started. You finna hear outcry right. so oh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> but WWE would do that because. <laughs> That's the type of people they are. <laughs> they would think of uh, Vince would. But even anyway. if they did it like, even if they had like a real militant kind of, you know, uh, uh, all-black group, I just wouldn't because you're just inviting t- just too much. And I don't trust WWE to be to do any. I don't trust them to do anything with finesse. Um, so I don't trust. Be. I don't trust Vince with any. I don't trust Vince with anything. Not this old man who's scared. And keep pushing and keep pushing it. I told y'all that boy was shrouded in fear, man. And he keep he keep going back, doing the same stuff over and over again. Definition of insanity. <laughs> I told y'all that, and you yelled at me, killed me. I that man is that boy is fearful, boy. And for him to get embarrassed in front of all his corporate sponsors. Nobody talking about that. <laughs> All the corporate for him to get embarrassed in front of. Oh, oh, you mean with Roman just getting booed? Or uh huh. That's four <laughs> years in a row. I mean, come on. 
But again, hey, we have this history. Is, um, contract year. Not like this year contract one. year right here, though. But this contract year, this is a big year. They trying to get the big money. They trying to get the big bucks. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you this meant is the brains is personal. Bad time. Like the TV. Yeah. yeah no. no, the TV deal and stuff like that, or if they want to sell and stuff like that, and your lead, your lead babyface. And I don't even blame Roman. Uh, I like not like Willis. I don't even blame Roman because it's not. You can't even now after four years. You can't even say it's his fault because what? He give you good matches. He's not horrible in the mm-hmm. ring. He can cut a promo if you give him something good to say. You really can't blame him now. And it's it's more. <laughs> you got to say it's it's Vince. It's Vince's fault. And I don't disagree. I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people when they discuss this, they like to say, "Well, you know, Roman over and stuff like this." But if you if you switch him this way, he he'll get the crowd to, to get him. But no, it's not that. I don't think that people, in my opinion, it's my opinion. I don't think people booing him because they don't really like him. I right. think and you've been consistent with that, him and I've been consistent thinking the opposite. Like I think he would be an effective heel, and uh, but it's not. We'll we'll never be able to go. Hey, I told you so, or you know, one one way or the other. If 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 they don't do it, and I I think if uh, I never thought of it, but could you imagine, like Sean said, imagine they go to damn Saudi Arabia, thinking, oh, oh this is a perfect place to get that that good visual of Roman holding up the title and everybody's going wild. Like, what if they don't? What if they go, we ain't stupid. We know this guy sucks or, you know, at least in in certain ways. I can because when they go to other nations um, to do stuff, like when they went to Japan, the fans over there were doing the same stuff that they see done on American TV. Because, again, technology today, you're so so connected. Mm -hmm. You're so connected. So, they follow what they see on TV, most likely. <laughs> so if they see that's the thing to do, that's what they probably do over there. So I don't not expect it or uh, uh, can't see it. Well, I can't see a picture. It's him getting a Daniel Bryant pop for winning the title over there. To me, anything less than getting a Daniel Bryant pop over there is still a failure. And it's a failure to Vince, not Roman. Because, again, like you said, I've been saying, this all goes on to Vince. Because if I, because of why I say, because I already say, you already know I say that Roman's not really over what people people be saying. People just be hearing this or reading it, and that's what they be thinking. And then they really be hating because he's, he's Vince's pick. And they hate how Vince picked people because Vince's way of looking at things was so back in the 90s and 80s, and he hasn't evolved past then. He's so much out of touch with people and what people like. He's still so body hungry and stuff like that. That's why you'll see a guy like Big Cass get a push, not really good in the ring, who not, who not, just because he's six damn ten. He's horrible on the mic. Don't have a personality, and he's 
and his personality well, okay. outside. All right, all right, all right. I mean, Big Cass isn't my favorite by any stretch of the means. <laughs> He's not horrible. On he was just like. the last. It was just the last name that we talk about. Or okay, or even this. Um, you were saying they made one. Did one of the iconic girls go get a breast? Um, <laughs> go get implants? Like yeah. in today's wrestling with today's women, that's not needed. Her having a breast. Yeah, she was but, over okay. in NXT when it comes to that kind of implants. stuff. Yeah. Okay. When it comes to that, I have learned to not like because it is history. You you think well, history says Vince looked at. It, or she thinks, this is what I need to do to succeed. But there's also the very, there's the very uh, a good chance that she wanted bigger titties. Just, it had nothing to do with um, necessarily like getting on the main roster, getting a sustained, a sustained push, but it had to do with I guess her just got own personal confidence. It own image, how she wanted to look and what she wanted to see when she looked in the mirror. And when it comes to that, I have no right to be like, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I, I like, stepped back from, from telling women, <laughs> you know, how to wear their hair, what to do with their tits, and, you know, that kind of thing. Like, hey, I understand I hope it's from a pure place and a, a place of, of of self, you know, not that you're just, like, feel pressured or feel that this is the only way. But um, but you are right. Absolutely. Look at Ember Moon. Look at Becky Lynch. Look at Charlotte. Uh, no, don't look at Charlotte. Um, <laughs> because she was one that I think went and she didn't need it, and then she came back looking a little, you know, a little more stacked. But it isn't needed, and it certainly isn't necessary. It's not 1999. Sable isn't on top. says about lingerie matches and shit. Fill out, if you fill out your shirts, great if you don't that's also fine too i'm still i'm you know if we want to get it just pure scumbag you know like i'm still gonna want to fuck <laughs> you know like it's yeah. not gonna and she was over and she got me. over before <laughs> right oh, i yeah, know yeah, yeah. you know it's, i think it's a distraction <laughs> especially when you first go when you first see him like oh wait a second something's different so I ain't no rocket scientist, but hey, um, all of a sudden when they know they probably getting called up at Mania, she go have this surgery a couple of like a month or two because she been off TV, not even been wrestling at the live show it's about been a, while. a month or so. Yeah. So no, no longer than so that. Now, I don't think they've been on TV since like December, or January. But they've been wrestling. Um, they was wrestling at live shows and stuff like that. When you see people put the stuff up and things. They still were wrestling at live shows at the NXT okay. live shows in Florida and for probably a month. So she haven't been. So now, all of a sudden, I don't know how old she is, but let's say she's 25, 26, or 28. I, 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 now I, I, you decide. <laughs> yeah. Now again, you decide to get the, it. I guess you just get the a, money. A fine line to walk the rail when you start. <laughs> oh, now you want to get this? But I ain't no fool, though. Thing. I ain't going to be no fool. <laughs> I ain't gonna be no fool neither, and just think that oh, oh, she just probably wanted to get some titties. <laughs> just maybe she. But again, I don't know why that's like so hard to believe. Like outside of pro wrestling, women just want to get some titties. Like <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. But you also <laughs> you also got to look. You also got to look at the the field that you in and the 
the history yeah. of their culture and all that stuff. You just can't. Oh, I I hope just because you don't want to to say this, don't mean you shouldn't say it. Just because you don't want to be that guy. No, I acknowledge it, but I'm not gonna. I I'm just saying I'm not gonna be the, be the yeah, one. Yeah, that's like, why. That's all we doing is just acknowledging it. But with a certain tone. But it is. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I I was cool with the fact. I didn't mind that um, Charlotte won. I'm kind of iffy on Carmella winning. <laughs> yeah. On the title, it's like you're going back a stage. Um, somebody who don't even want to get hit in the face. Uh, <laughs> when she got put out yeah. in the Mania, um, in the Rumble, she jumped off the ropes before um, what you call it hit her in the face to knock out. She jumped off. She jumped back. Go back and watch it. <laughs> she made that look bad But hey You put her as champion We see how it go Let's See how long people uh, be uh, With this run before they calling in Talking about Man I'm tired of seeing these distraction finishes or These horrible ends well, I mean this, um, right back in backlash I mean that's, this could be a Six week title run And I would be absolutely okay yeah, with it Not okay with it because I don't think Oscar should have lost her streak just so we can have fucking Carmella, who's not even a, who's barely a wrestler, Oscar take that Street title. Dry, um, died for Carmella to live. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you see the meme that said, um, it said, uh, what was um, said Cedric the Entertainer's girlfriend's name on, uh, he called her Lovey, on Steve Harvey's show? It was like something Alize oh. something. Somebody posted a picture and was like, um, whatever, whoever her name was, something something Alize w- w- walked so <laughs> Cardi B and Tiffany Haddish could run. It was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do look like and then you think about it like, they do look- shit, they work. That was kind of like, uh, they are kind of, Playing that gimmick. Oh, here it is. LaVita Alizé Jenkins walks so Tiffany Haddish and Cardi B could run. <laughs> LaVita. <laughs> what was the bitch name in, uh, what was it? Was it Sprung? Was that the one with Jamie Foxx? Or was that, um, no, you talking about, where um, one of the girls' name was Listerine and her friends called her You talking about, um, boot, um, Booty Call. Yeah, yeah, Booty Call. Yeah, Booty Call. They remake it. They finna remake Booty Call. Oh, come on. They were just talking about that. Can we have anything? Yeah, BT about to remake it. Yeah. No, we can't. Yeah. Be my childhood alone, I was done with BET. I was done with BET. Hey, I don't know about everybody else. I know a lot of black people probably get mad when I say this. But, hey, I like the girlfriend. Uh, when old buddy from Cheers was doing the show because he made the black people seem educated. They weren't doing all that raunchy uh, bullshit, craziness, just stereotypical shit. Then BET took over it. Now, um, what's him call Malik on drugs. He an addict. He can't, he can't survive and all this type of shit. Uh, what's him call cheating and, and doing this steroids in the ass dude right here and all of this crazy shit. Like... <laughs> I was done with it then. I didn't watch it. I didn't check out nothing in the season. They was on BET. Because I all that stuff I, was stupid. 
done with BET since I hit like my mid twenties. I was like, what? This isn't for me. <laughs> I remember when I was nineteen, and people I would hear people talk shit about like MTV and stuff, and how oh MTV used to be back in my day. And I would always think like like they were hitting like in '99. This was like a year before Jackass, but it was like the Tom Green show, and they just had this killer lineup of of, of shows. And then they still sort of did music music videos and stuff. And I remember thinking at, like, 19 in college, like, when would, why would I ever not watch MTV? Like, literally four years later, I was like, MTV is the worst station ever, and this is child stuff. Like, I'm an adult. This is not for me anymore. And it just, like, you one day you just realize. You're talking, it was you're the talking same about thing when they like, came out with, um, oh, I'm remember they canceled I'm Red pregnant. City? That was probably when I was done with BET. Like, nope. Uh-uh. Oh, the basement? They closed Rap City, the basement is no more? Um, the BET doesn't exist to me. And then yeah. try to watch a movie on BET. An hour and a half movie takes four hours to watch because they literally show a commercial every seven minutes. They show seven minutes of the movie, five minutes of commercial. Seven minutes of movie, five minutes of commercial. It's like, yeah, no. I got the internet. I can download this movie in five minutes and fuck you guys. And it's unedited and no commercials. Fuck this. But anyway, uh, enough with. Uh, Real silly. What did they call it Real on the uh, Boondocks? BET uh, Black Evil Television? Evil Television. Yep, <laughs> yep. having these people get all hyped up. <laughs> but hey, uh, can I say something that um, might seem, um, seem a little weird? Uh, I, uh, not okay. out there. Uh, I'm cool with the, the night after WrestleMania and stuff like that. I, I'm the type of person, I don't care about your pop that you get on the night after WrestleMania because everybody get a pop somewhat. It's about what they do with you for the next six months because we just got to remember, we just got the absolution girls and all of that came up, and six months later, they're really nothing. So I don't care about that. Um, Congo line, uh, what you call it? Um, okay, yeah. The new Adam Rose 2.0. He what? He gonna get by four five yeah, weeks? Agree. People tired of that. I don't. I mean, I'm talking about the Adam Rose stuff because I saw that on Twitter. Like, didn't know y'all fire Adam Rose or something? Excuse me. And the reason Adam Rose's gimmick didn't work is because it was based on a sex, drugs, party, rock and roll gimmick, and they couldn't do any of that stuff on TV. You can't insinuate he's high on ecstasy. You can't talk about do you know putting e in your girl's butt, and you know and just you, you they just not going to talk about that stuff on the ran. They shouldn't. I mean, for what they for what they're trying cool, to do. And for Adam Rose's gimmick to work, it needs it. to be edgy, huh? His push going to also dictate how people start taking the Congo line and this stuff. Okay, you come out here to party. Yeah. But, hey, man, after you lose four times in a row, what you still partying for, man? You need to Yeah, I mean, the it's like Ty Dillinger. Like, who cares? It. Yeah, I mean, I flick my okay, fingers 10, a, 10, 10. But for six, after six weeks what of this you shit, a 10? who cares? <laughs> you need to get 10 wins in a right, row, maybe. Right, still don't know well, yeah, why is it 10. Like, okay, you're a handsome guy, but, like, so? You're... Like you're not, yeah, yeah. It's it doesn't make a ton of sense, and yeah, whatever. And also because this also come up the week after this two two years in a row they done did this. I hate the shake up. I hate the shake up. It's really? just a pop. It's just a pop TV rating for two days. 
but this is just a Band-Aid. The Band-Aid Vince McMahon, horrible booking, and so he never have to be definite and change stuff up, and he can still placate to his fears and push and keep going and tell himself, all these people wrong, I'm right, and keep going the same way and never defining anybody. I would like, yeah, I see if the um, shake-up with every two years or three years, not every year, where you give people a chance to build a foothold in the stuff. And yeah. everybody forget. I remember Undertaker as defined as the man on SmackDown. Him and Edge was the men mm-hmm. on SmackDown. They was defined yeah. as that. They tried to move Edge. I don't, I don't, right I don't completely disagree with you. But I think there's a middle ground. I think... Uh... I think there's I think there's something to shaking things up every year. Um, like I said with Jinder Mahal, like if you're gonna have him as U.S. champion, if you're gonna push him, you're gonna have a title on him. He needs to get away from Randy Orton and Bobby Roode and SmackDown. Period. So sending him the Raw, but there got there can be other ways of doing that without doing a major two day event shakeup. But they go no, these things get ma- massive ratings. We need to do that instead of just having oh hey. Social media, Shane and 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 Stephanie traded uh, these picks and blah blah blah. It's way more exciting to make it an event, and you have to understand from their perspective uh, why having a. But two now day... it's just becoming a shakeup just just for pop. You 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 a sicker yeah, fan? Y'all, I, I, I you know y'all went through a bunch of losing to get where y'all at now. Why would what would they say, man? We're gonna go back to tanking again just to shake things up. Are we just going to shake the roster up just to be shaking it up just to add some excitement? When I understand you shaking it up and do you have a plan for these people? You use these people differently. Before last year's shakeup, what changed? What difference did you see in people's characters or the way they push people? Rusev still get pushed the same. Cesaro them still get pushed the same. Nothing changed. They just shook them up and did that rating, the pop ratings, and they never changed the way how they booked them. That's why I say you can't blame, and this all go back to why I say you can't blame Roman because this is Vince McMahon and his way of booking and to make people hate hate the people that he's pushing or hate the one person that he's trying to push to be the lead babyface where they really hate him and hate what he's doing and hate that man because that man is that pick. Because he don't shake anything up. He still continue to go the same way. Still continue to do the same thing. Probably finna go switch the title and put it on Roman. Then have some more Joe come out there, cut that awesome truth-telling promo, which I don't know why he'll tell the truth. And then have him lose, probably lose to Roman, get beat up, and then have the fans even more furious with Roman. And have him come out there and say some other stupid stuff out there crying. And make them hate him even more. That's why I say, even if he was a heel, they still you yeah you get the boos the boos of being lying, but it wouldn't really be booing Roman because they not in tune. The fans are not in tune with him as a character. They hate him because of the way he's being pushed. So they hate they really hate the people behind the scenes, not the guy who's just the front man for it. Right. Right. And that's why I was saying he's not really over because if he was over, he would be in tune. Like, okay, if he got Rusev pushed, if he got if starting tomorrow and slowly but surely he's getting pushed like Rusev, 
Will he get a reaction? What do you mean push? Did you like guarantee you me he'd get a reaction? If he got the push that Rusev or or Cesaro or those guys got for years, would he get a reaction? Uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say with Roman sometimes. Like <laughs> it really is because they they That's did the they pushed him in like the mid card for a long time and then uh, you know was he people kind of then he ended the show around. he ended the show when you talking about when he had the U S title and he ended every Monday night the IC title. That, for that whole entire year. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about recently. That's, that's the just this year when the IC title, yeah. And he still ended yeah. the show. He still continued to end the show. It was the last guy you seen on Monday Night Raw. I'm talking about getting them Rusev and, and Cesaro where you, you sprinkle them on TV every so often. Then they catch that air. Uh, they come out, took on commercials. They make their interest on commercial, and when you pop up back on TV, they in the ring. He in the ring. That's why I say those guys over because those guys did more with little to get a bigger reaction, and they still get that reaction. But you hear people today. Yeah. Some. There's also something. There's a we want what we don't. We want what we can't have aspect to to what people fans want. Because how many times have we seen? Okay, okay, okay. You give them what they want, and then. You know, they yeah, don't stay with them. But with sometimes them. that's an old way of thinking, too. That's an old way of thinking sometimes, too, that the people like the Meltzers and stuff are come out and say because that's what they was used to in the 90s and 80s and stuff like that. But some people today, that that connects them with people because they see they, they reflect themselves off of these same people. So loyalty today when it comes to people following people, when they find something that they like about them. They are following them until something tragically happens, and then they don't like them no more, or something like that. And, and sometimes that don't right. even matter because Tiger Woods a couple of years ago was <laughs> he was down, but you take him out of yeah, you take him out of golf, yeah. and all these people talk bad about him, but then you bring him back, and people see that he's really healthy this time. Look at golf now. I'm remember I'm in Georgia, Augusta's uh, 45 minutes down the road. <laughs> this is the biggest um, Masters that they've had since 20, uh, um, from 09. Yeah, the last time he was a major, just, you know, <laughs> a major factor. So people so loyal to him. Those, those guys on the, uh, on the uh, golf course who were dissing him now was going up to him, shaking him, being friendly with him because they know the loyalty that he drives and their pockets get bigger. So when we see and we hear, like, the people be reading on the dirt sheets and say how Rusev gimmick need to add something more to it, to the Rusev day, because that that's a fad. It'll give out. But how can it give out when it wasn't given that much in the first place? It got big off of something little, something small. And pretty sure, yeah, everything has to evolve, but when you you keep putting them in a box, that's old way of thinking. And a lot of these people who be doing this stuff and covering this stuff and saying this and switching these fans' minds up sometimes be thinking in the old school style because they haven't evolved their way of thinking with today's culture. 
how people latch on to stuff and will hold on to it because they don't want to be the one who let this. I found it first. I'm part of the crew, and boom, I'm going to stick with it no matter what because I don't want to be seen as somebody who's jumping on the bandwagon. Yo, Lawrence is out there, the bar. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I've, I've just blatantly kind of just fell into this Kenny Omega thread. Well, it's a Roman Reigns thread on Twitter from yesterday. Any show, any city, any country, any opponent, I'll fight. Hashtag B2R. I don't know what that means. Um... And it's a picture of him with the WrestleMania uh, logo or, or set in the back. And then Kenny Omega responds, really? <laughs> and then it's just wrestling fans and people just, yeah, this thread is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they be so They be so fickle, man. <laughs> like, well, no, like it's just they them, them, like kids. responding to the idea of oh, like Roman versus you know, yeah, no, this is cool. I'm gonna go ahead and retweet this. No, I'm just gonna retweet. They, they'll Kenny probably Mark. think Kenny will get buried or something, <laughs> but it would be it probably would be an awesome match, and I wouldn't mind seeing it. Just like I hope they put Roman and Brian on the same um, roster and build up to them having a match eventually, and they don't touch each other for a whole year and build up something like that because I think that's one of the biggest matches that you can put on. Like I said, I'm not I'm not against Roman. I feel bad for that guy, and I'm no longer going to talk crazy about him. I'm blaming the people who behind the scenes when it comes to him because that's Vince's fault, and it's all Vince fuck up, and he should have done better. And he's doing that man is uh, injustice. He really is he doing his whole career disservice. Yeah. I, I just think about where he was in 2013 with the, with fans like us. I don't want to even. I don't know about Willis. He, I'm sure we got receipts and, and audio of Willis like um, in like 2013, 2012, 2013. You know, uh, I like that Roman guy. He's got a good look. I think he can go far. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, you know, here he is six years later. He's, you know, it's a four-year vendetta against the guy. I, to- so, I, told uh, you I told you guys that he was a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm about to scour through hours of East Coast audio show, East Coast cast to find that one little nugget so I can play it. <laughs> but, uh, I'll um, do it because <laughs> – <laughs> I still been listening to phone calls all day. So <laughs> that'll give me something to distract my mind. I wouldn't mind doing it. <laughs> I'll probably but do that for real. I, 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 he's done, he's been done kind of dirty, but unfortunately he hasn't had the personality to make, to make, to make that not happen. His, I think, you know, going back three years to that interview, he just does what he's told and hope to get rich. I really think that was, in, that was, uh, Quality insight to how he thinks, and I don't know if that's a, the <laughs> worst, the worst idea, the worst thought process to have. But it's not going. If you, you better hope, you better goddamn hope the people that you're just putting your career in their hands are competent, because they've got the, they've got they. You don't have to hurry, worry about the part of 
do they really want me? Do they really, is it, you know, it's not like he's, uh, it's not like he's Bret Hart in 93 when Hogan left and whatever, and it's like, well, you're kind of all we got left. Here's the belt, pal. You know, so you're always kind of wondering, I'm the second choice, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, he don't have to worry about that. But it's, it's the competency part that he has to worry about. Like, I put my career in your hands, and you people suck. And you people, like, yo, remember when he told Renee Young, listen, listen here, baby girl. Oh, my God. I mean, dudes were like, yo, he's money. I can't believe it. My girl went nuts for this guy. And it wasn't in a, in a I hate him because he's a pretty boy. It was just an acknowledgement of his obvious charisma and charm and all that kind of shit. And then, then something happened. I, I know what happened. I remember Shield. watching on Hulu. Shield broke up. He when kept he, all um, the gimmicks and beat everybody at every watch. turn. It, 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 dominant. What? That, you remember that promo that um, people were talking about from NXT? I remember watching that on Hulu when he said, Mr. Big Watch, when he told the girl, look at this watch. Oh, when he was wearing his suit. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, people <laughs> yeah, love that promo. I remember that. You know what I'm saying? It's just, okay, it's like this. He should have been like Brock and said, I'm just going to get my, I, y'all going to give me my money, and I ain't taking no yeah. bullshit. But people get mad at Brock about that and how Brock finished matches. But I would love to ask Rich this question. I might send it in to you guys. But from the last six or seven O'Connor matches that I don't see, um, <laughs> he finished the matches the same way, no matter what the story told. He had the same finish for the last six or seven matches. Um, the past match that they were just building um, with him and um, what's we call it from um, the U.K., Zach Zaber, you everybody thought he was going to use that Cobra clutch that they've been building up. Nope, he used the same exact ending to his matches that he used to beat Kenny, the Naito, um, and everybody else he done beat in this long title run. But people will accept that, but they get mad at Brock or Roman doing the same thing and the same finish. It, I, that's when I start to think it's not the guys. It's the people who pushing the guys that y'all really don't like and, and stuff like that. It's got to be Vince because you accept that from New Japan. You accept the stuff from the Indies. They love right. Kenny Omega wrestling, wrestling. Female, I mean, a, a little girl. I mean, I don't want to. I don't think I have to go back twenty five years. But how many Hogan matches ended with the Hulk with the Hulk up and the leg drop? Like, come on, like that's wrestling. Like that's a part of the that's yes. a part of the excitement. And if you want to deviate every now and then to, to, to keep things fresh, totally. But <laughs> Austin finished his matches with a stunner. In the fucking story. Goldberg speared a jackhammer. Like, who, who, it's until you don't like a person, that's when, oh, it's the same thing. Like, no kidding, dickhead. Sitcoms have the oh, same formula. One-hour dramas have the same <laughs> formula. It's like not... Uh, uh, children's books have pretty much a, the same formula. Like, it's not a, yeah, it's a, it's when you don't like someone, all of a sudden, then you get to you'll nitpick things that are okay in other circumstances. But, all right, on that note, I got I to gotta end it, because Rich is waiting for me on VIP. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're 40 minutes past the end of the, whatever. Yeah, no problem, Trav. My sorry for keeping me on. Um, so long, man. Yeah, I, I send that email anything. in, though, because that's an interesting question I want to ask Rich. All right. 
Talk to you next time, Darrell. And uh, live listeners, or, or, or I should say uh, free listeners, this is where I uh, I depart, you folks. Uh, but you VIP folks, uh, click over to the uh, next link. It should be uh, one for the VIP. Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of uh, of wrestling talk and some WrestleMania highlights. We'll get Rich's uh, live in-house Excuse me. In-house thoughts for Mania, Takeover, um, Joey Janela, Bloodsport. He was like at every goddamn event. It, it just was kind of disgusting. Um, so yeah. So we'll talk to Rich. And yeah. So thanks to Cam. Thanks to all the emailers. Thanks to all the callers. Loved y'all energy. Keep it. Uh, keep it up for next week when we'll be back. So get it, y'all. Then we out.